Well, Polly Shore's hanging in studio today. Also, tales from the cheap and news coming right after this. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Pauly Shore, plus a spirited round of tales from the cheap, and we'll do the news and trending topics with Chris Loxamana. And now, disproportionately affecting black and brown people, Adam Corolla. Yeah, get it on! Got to get on. No choice. They're going to mandate get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Stone Friends. Love that about you. Polly Shore in studio. Polly's got stuff coming up. Jam in the van. He's doing, uh, well, he films it, and you can see it uh, every Tuesday on YouTube. And they have guests from entertainment and music and social media all colliding yeah. in one spot. Also, a one man show coming up January 31st at the Comedy Store. So you got that to look forward to. As well, but uh, something I wanted to ask you about that I think we just missed you on last time you were here because it happened right after you were in here, which is that whole kerfuffle in Vegas with Britney Spears and her getting pushed and then coming into the restaurant, sitting down at your table when you got up to go to the bathroom, I think. What was that story? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> was that you the just story? Said it. That's the story. <laughs> Moving on. No, it's it's pretty much that's what happened. I was uh, eating with a friend at uh, at a restaurant catch, and then um, I went I went to I went to the bathroom. I left my fanny pack and my glasses, my readers, mm-hmm. and uh, my iPhone. I left it there with my friend. And then, um, oh no, my, I, w- I was waiting for my friend, like that. Right. That's like the Rolling Stones song. Yes, waiting on a friend. Yeah, yes. waiting on a friend. And uh, and uh, I left my belongings. I went to I went to pee. I came back, and I see this kind of say rednecky, really kind of disheveled, you know, alcoholicy glasses. Looks like a wig. You know, I thought it was like some. I just thought it was a rednecky chick from like you know from Arkansas with her f- kids. Yeah, and she was there because Vegas I- brings them all out. I mean, <laughs> it, Vegas is one of everything yeah. from everywhere. And the thing that I marvel at is, and I don't want to sound like an elitist, but here goes: you go uh, to these places and you go, these people don't look like they have a pot to piss in mm. back home where they're from. Yeah, but they're walking around carrying a three foot long hurricane drink and they're gambling and you're like but it doesn't look you look impoverished yet you you made it to vegas you're here to eat and drink and see shows so evidently there's money but there doesn't seem to be i bet there'd be no money if i went back to where you came from but that's what vegas is so yeah so that's that's what you thought thought. i thought that type of person was at my table right so then i got kind of pissed Mm -hmm. Because I'm friends with the owner, I knew he gave me a table. It was a very nice table. I was very appreciative, and 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 then I was like, "Yo!" Like I talked to the manager. I'm like, "Someone's in my table." 
Right. You know what I mean? And then they started sweating. Yes. Because they didn't say, oh, we're sorry, it's Britney Spears, we'll get her out, or she'll stay there, we'll get you another table. They didn't tell me who it was, and I started getting pissed. And mm-hmm. I said, my shit's there. You right. know, I got my, my phone, my fanny, all my stuff. I go, can I at least get my shit? And then give it to me. I'll go sit somewhere else. I don't care. They just have my shit. And mm-hmm. again, it was a rednecky chick. I thought, you know, they were going to steal my shit. I didn't know. Right. You know? So then, um, and then I basically, um, she took my table and I sat a couple tables down. And then she continued, you know, yelling like a fucking, you know, qu- ah, ah, like through the restaurant. Brittany like, did. Yeah, because she would, she would been buzzed and... She was on some sort of, I don't know, she was buzzed. She uh-huh. was with her husband guy that now they're divorced. Uh-huh. And um, and so she started, I don't what is it, a caca? Or is it a crow? Caca, caca. I yeah. think so. <laughs> right. They do like that, a yeah. crow. Like I think with birds, sound. the sounds they make are what we call them. Like the bird was chirping. Yeah, the so that's what it sounds like. You know, so she just, you know, started. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, we all love Britney. We all hear her music. It's all fucking awesome. And it's just sad that, you know, it, it turned into that. And I'm good friends with her manager, Larry Rudolph. I'm sure you've met him before. Um uh, I thought you know her Larry manager I was thought, for years. Right. But I thought he had a name. That Larry said, Rudolph. That no. was like a, a chick's name or something. Right? Yeah. He had a name like Ben Aniston or something. And everyone thought it sounded like Jen Aniston. So, or you know, it would always be, always be sympathetic to her. And um, I'd always say, oh, my God, Brittany this, Brittany that. And he's like, yeah, it's too bad. Kate Hudson. But, you know. Kate Hudson. That's the other. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's her the, manager. I guess now That's who I, see, I hear her with Cade Hudson because I always think, oh, why is she with Kate Hudson all right, the time? Right, is that trans? Is it a trans? That Sounds like if a Kate Hudson, if Kate is probably trans. trans, Kate would work. So, so what yeah, happened? that happened. Did so, you go up to the table? Did she recognize you? Yeah, eventually she's. You know, I, I got my stuff, and she apologized, and she was very nice, and I was nice, and I don't have an ego. I don't care where I said. I just wanted my stuff. Yeah. So she gave me my stuff and I walked away. Yeah, it's it. a it's a weird world we're living in because on one hand you want to claim your spot by leaving your fanny pack and your phone and your belongings. On the other hand, everyone's getting ripped off left and right. Yeah. So what do you do? Like we need a flag. We need a flag that is not something valuable. Like you can leave your cell yeah, right. phone in your fanny pack, but, but put something here. Right? <coughs> Sorry, I caught a cold. Over the weekend, I'll explain. But uh, you're at the you're at the movie theater mm. or whatever your seat is. You yeah. don't want to leave a fanny pack. Right. On the other hand, you don't want some fat ass taking your seat. It's kind of like when you have an alcoholic drink and some when you go to the the bathroom, they put a a, a a napkin over it. Have you seen that? Yeah, your coaster. Yeah, yeah, you put it right over the thing. So yeah, I should. But I agree that the venue should say maybe have some sort of a flag or something <laughs> yes. that. That says, "Hey, this is my shit here." Don't. But she was running. She was running from the guy that he. She just hit, or he hit her. So she was like, she was all. She was just slamming frantic. the ground. She was frantic. Yeah. So she was just coming from that incident. I feel so like, she, like she just scooted in the Polly Shore's table. Yeah. I feel like she she sought refuge in Polly Shore's mm. booth. In the, so, yeah, the warm so, vinyl. Yeah. Hug. She's had a traumatic experience, yeah. and she's she goes Polly. to Polly Shore. Yeah. So, um, all right. Now, so I, I got a cold over the holiday weekend, and I just basically got sick on on Wednesday and was just sick the entire weekend. And Fun then Thanksgiving just, yeah, break. Yeah. yeah. Went over to Dr. Drew's house for Thanksgiving. Mm. Had a suckling pig. Never seen one before. 
A, a suckling pig. pig. Somebody brought a pig over. What makes it suckling? I don't know. I don't know the fuck. I don't know the suckling part, but it is a whole pig. Wow. Splayed out, but it's a. I guess the suckling mean baby pig, because it's not a full size pig, and it's splayed out, face and everything. Which uh, I I don't need that part. Yeah. And other cultures are fine with it. He had a. Uh, it was a Filipino. Oh, yeah. It's Filipino. 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 Oh, Filipino. I am. Filipino. Filipino brought over the suckling yeah. pig. Yeah, so we call it lechon. It's mm. awesome. It's mm. the it. Anthony Bourdain says it's the best form of pork wow. that you can yes. have. Yes. I, I don't know. It's crispy. It's tender. It's, yeah. it's everything did have, under did the sun. Did you have sun. pig sandwiches the next day? No. I... Uh, I took. I didn't take anything home. Like it was too much dessert, too much food. Like mm. I was starting to get sick, and uh, I just had a good time with Drew and his family and, and whatever. What'd you do on Thanksgiving? Um, I was at my friend Jason Swing's house, um, so that's kind of where I usually go. So he has a nice family. He's got a couple kids. His wife, uh, his his mom was there, and he has a nice house up in uh, Laurel Canyon. So they prepared everything. So I just showed up and ate. Did. Um, I want to ask you your thoughts on a few things, Polly. One is um, a song, a song that Christmas songs, mm. songs I don't need to hear anymore. Mm. Every year, mm. right now is the beginning where yeah, starting they start to hear smashing an, it. They start. It's kind of like watching a porno film, and the guy's just shoving the girl's head in the penis, just yes. shoving it, yeah. shoving it, and she's like. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's me saliva everywhere. Yeah. That's like the I don't need the saliva in the porn. Do you? No, I don't need the saliva in the porn. Right. And I, I don't need they, I, they I keep don't need trying, that head smash either. Yeah, they keep trying to out, you know, out, you know, do everyone with the saliva and the choking and all that shit. Well, everything is everything is extreme and twisted. Yes. Now, so like yes. iced teas and sports drinks, everything's like weird twisted in your face and yeah. it's in porn now, too. Yes. Does Dr. Drew, he never does a turkey. Because I always thought he did a goose, and now he's doing a suckling pig. He did a goose. He did a suckling pig. Oh, they did do the goose. He did a goose. What did you think of the goose? I didn't even get into the goose. I didn't even give the goose a gander. I walked right (laughs) past the goose. Polly, why the necessity to bring the dog? I have a big heart. (laughs) Yeah, what about my heart? I don't know. You know, I travel so much on the road. I'm always touring. So if I can just tool around with him, you know, he just wants to always roll. I mean, you know how dogs are. They just yeah. want to go. It's like every time I leave the house, he's kind of like a bucking bronco. You know what I mean? He just starts bucking up like, please take me with you. Take me with wants you. Wants to go. He just wants to roll. So I don't know. I know you love animals and stuff. So I apologize for him. But you know what you need to do? Yeah. You need to take the dog to a few negative places. You know what I mean? And then break his will to leave with you. That's hilarious. Like, just go. You want to come? All right. I'm going. I'm just going to head back down to the AIDS hospice. Come on down. And then you just go down there and, and look at he, a couple of sick people. Hilarious. You kick him once in the ribs, and then you'd go home. You do that three times, that, four and then he, times. Then he's, he's like, like, he doesn't want to go. I'm cool on the sofa, bro. Yeah, he's not wanting to go. Yeah. funny. So train him up. I like that. I like so, that. The, dog the song. So funny. Uh, so I don't want to hear John Lennon's So This Is Christmas bum, bummer. I like the fucking it, David Bowie bump, 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 bump with yeah, the Bing Crosby. I yeah, think that's, that's kind of classy. That's fun just because it's a total juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. It's like the two, yeah. as far as you can get apart a in the world of crooners and singers is was Bing and, and David Bowie. And 
and they came together. Yes. And that was, it was like symbolic. But then there's one I heard today, and I'll, uh, I'll play you the original. The original's Bobby Helms. Everyone knows this song. Mm. And then I ended up hearing a remake of it, but I'll play the original. Oh, shit. Showing getting face fucked. All right, it's, it's basically rockabilly jingle bells, uh, which is fine. It's not broken. I don't love it, but it's fine. It's its own classic. sort of take and classic from 1957. What I heard was from 1983, mm. which is uh, Hall and It's the same song. You, you're doing a, you're remaking a song, but you're doing it note for note, exactly the same. Mm. Hard to tell the difference between the two. What the fuck do we need you for? You can't do that. You're doing the same thing. It'd be, it'd be like if um, Nissan said, oh, I got an idea for a car. I'll call it a Camry. It'll mm. be exactly like the Toyota Camry. Mm-hmm. And you go, no, they already, mm. we already have one. And yeah. they'd go... Yeah, but the Camry's a good car, right? You go, yeah, yeah it is. But yeah. somebody else already did it yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. So either do your own car or don't. But don't do this one. Yeah. I, I No, I, I agree. The first one, first of all, was better. Yes. I like the first one better. Yes. This is, I mean, not to not to bring it over to, I don't want to shift over to me, but it's, we're basically talking about the same topic. I did a Hanukkah song, the Adam Sandler Hanukkah song. Oh, you, you did? Know, yeah, I did my version. <laughs> You did. <laughs> I did. If you go to my YouTube, you could just see my version. I think it's on there, but it's um I don't know if it's on there. It might might be on there somewhere. But I did uh what is it, Hooray for Hanukkah? He yeah. did the one where he said that Rod Carew yes, was yes. Jewish. He's listing all the all yeah. the famous Jewish yeah. people. Did yeah. Dr. Drew get named? Dr. In Drew it? was in there. Or at least in the newer version. He did he did an updated <laughs> version too. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he, he mentioned me in, in one of them as well. Oh, he did? Because I'm Jewish, so he says, like, the Jewa Polishora or something like that. But I had a band in Las Vegas when I was living out there, and this was one of the songs we covered. So the similar to what you were saying, but my version, I had, like, a DJ and all that shit. You put your own I spin mixed, on it. I That's mixed what you it up. Do. It's not the same yeah. at all. Yes. Well, famously, Cat Stevens did oh, Sam wow. Cooks another Saturday night. He did a Calypso version wow. of an R&B song. They're both killer songs. Oh, wow. They're the same song, but Cat Stevens did his version of it, mm. and now we have two good songs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What Hall and Oates did is a exact doppelganger of a song that already existed and brought nothing to the table. And I'm saying to every DJ and every programmer in the United States, when somebody just remakes the same song, don't fucking play it. Yeah. Just go, sorry, nothing. You yeah. brought nothing to the table. Yeah, you didn't add any twists. You did you added you just nothing. Copy, you could you, yeah, you just kind of phoned it in. Yes. If you want to yeah. go full Calypso and Cat Stevens, then we can talk. All right. So uh what would you do, Polly Shore, in this situation? I was um I have an electric car. Mm. And that's I, our, That's a bad thing just to start the conversation. You don't like electric cars? I don't cars. like electric cars. Range? Anxiety? What's going on? I just don't... I like to hear my car mm-hmm. when I'm driving in it. Yeah. I don't want to hear... 
You're it's cool. like we're floating along. Yeah. I don't want to feel like it. And plus, you ever pr- press the, the gas on an electric car? You get a whiplash. Well, it's so fucking you have to aggressive. Feather, you have to feather that throttle. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to bring over. Just you pulled up of, in a Mini Cooper, by the way. You're not a gearhead. No, I like the Mini Cooper. Banger. I like the Mini Cooper because in Los Angeles, every fucking every every parking lot thing, it always says compact car, yeah. and I get excited when I see that. Unlike other people, see the compact uh, parking thing, they're like, "Fuck, how am I gonna how am I gonna park my car?" Every time I see a compact, I'm like, "Cool, I got it." Right. The Mini Cooper's great, dude. I used to have one. They're I fucking good around LA. I think any other city, nah. But L.A., tooling around. But I do have a 69 Roadrunner convertible. Oh. And I was going to bring that, but I just didn't, you know, I didn't bring it today. It's got but a you Hemi? And, it's got a Hemi Yeah, in it's it? a 383. Wow. It's really cool, dude. I don't I think, think they did a, only... hold on, I don't think they did a 383 Hemi. Oh, then. 426. Oh, okay. I think it's all they did in the Hemi. Yeah, I cut you off. I have a, um, and I wanted you to see it, but it's pretty cool. I got it 25 years ago with my friend Jason that invited me to um, to Thanksgiving. I bought it at the, the Pontiac Car Show. Remember, there was the Pontiac, or the, excuse me, there was the Car Show in Pomona, not Pontiac Car Show. Uh, the Pomona Swap Meet yeah. Car Show did yeah. like Porsche, yeah. VW, and Pontiac or some version of that. All right, so here's the question. I'm putting it to you. Mm-hmm. I... There's a charging station in Malibu Mm. for my car. Mm. And uh, it's at the popular mall where the cars and coffee and Leno and all those guys used to hang out. And it's got a Fred Siegel's there and a Chipotle and everything else. And in the back, there's like three stations Mm. for charging my car. Mm. So uh, I come pulling up and all three of them are filled up Mm. with cars. Mm. Now, there's a BMW in one of the slots. Mm. And the BMW is like a three series or four series. It's not it's not an electric car. Mm. But it may be hybrid. I don't know. But it has a dual exhaust. I'm staring at two exhaust <laughs> pipes, right? Mm. Staring at two exhaust pipes. It's just a black BMW. Again, there's the full electric car, the modern ones, the Leafs and the Volts. And, like, you know what they are. Teslas and right. stuff. This ain't that. It's a, like a plug-in hybrid? I don't know what it is. I'm looking at two... Dual exhaust tips. You're basically saying he should not be there. Yeah. It's what you're saying. A woman gets out of the car. Mm. She's holding a dog. So I already don't like her. Mm. Um, and she futzes around a little bit and then just walks away and goes to a restaurant to eat. Mm. Now, I'm just sitting there going. You're seething. I'm seething. <laughs> yeah, I'm seething. Going, this bitch just parked in the electric zone she she's not charging her car, and I don't think her that's car's worse, electric. I'm, that, I'm looking at exhaust pipes. That's worse than parking in the handicap. Absolutely. Oh, so you can go Karen on her. I, yeah, Karen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did something I, I never ever do. I got out of my car to track her down. <laughs> that's hilarious. She, and and by the way, there's <laughs> there's three restaurants. I don't know where she is, you know, but I come oh, across no. the woman wow. with the dog. But I don't come in hot. I come in inquisitive. Mm. I go, uh, excuse me. Yes. Uh, do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> right. I go, uh, is it, uh, you parked over there in the electric thing? She goes, uh, yeah. I go, oh, uh, you didn't charge your car. And she goes, yeah, the charger's broken. Ah. I go, oh. She goes, yeah, I tried to get it to work, but it, but it won't work. <laughs> and I said, oh, 
okay, well, then enjoy your lunch with your dog. And I, oh. I walked back to the car, and I saw the two exhaust tips. Again, just a black BMW sedan, like a 3 Series. I was like, these aren't electric. And then, not But electric. on the side, there was a jack mm. for plug-in hybrid, you know, whatever. So she got me. I don't know whether the thing broke or not. And by the way, she's got a full tank of gas. This place is a zoo, and there's no place to park. Mm. She just wanted to park there yeah. and then go eat lunch. Oh, she yeah. does have a but, yeah. That's a scam. She, she doesn't, but she's she didn't hook it up. But she says it was broken. But then I went back that night and plugged it in, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> you waited, but what am I? I can't really do anything, right? I mean, she's kind of got me. I can't tell if the thing's broken or not because it would take. Me yeah, plugging it like into my it. car, and also there's a lot of electric cars that are electric, part electric and part gas. Yeah, like that's I what I'm a, saying. That's I had what a, she's got. I, I got rid of a Kia. I had a Kia that was that, and I didn't like it. Got stolen? No, I didn't like no. it. I got rid of it. <laughs> no, I just got. I didn't want a car that you can either do electric or you can either do gas. It's like one or the other. Really? It's like you know, it's it's like sex. You know, you're either gay or you're not gay. You yeah, know, bisexuals, little. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I it's don't like, believe it. It's I don't like believe Dice, Elton John Dice could used to say that. that. What, what, what did he say? He would say, "You either dick or you're pussy. Nothing in between." I don't know. I forgot what he said. <laughs> but um, yeah, one or the other. But yeah, she she wheezed in there. She she wheezed in there with a half gas and a half electric car. Yeah, they exist on a technicality. Yeah, hybrid. Uh, we found your Adam Sandler Hanukkah song, by the way. Oh wow, which is from what year? couple of years ago, I think. Oh, yeah, here it is. So this is... You and your band. The full band. Yeah. I hope you guys have a great holiday, wherever you're at, wherever you may be. This is a special song to a special friend of mine. Known him for many years. Met him at spring break back in the day, Mr. Adam Sandler. Give it up to Adam Sandler. And this is his song. This is my homage to Mr. Sandler. And we're going back in time. I know you guys know this song. I know you remember this song. So we thought it would be appropriate if Polly Shore did this song. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill, take it away. What? Take it away. Sorry. Sorry, I got a fucked up eye. Here we go. <laughs> you guys remember this shit from back in high school? Do you remember yeah, this shit go. back in See, high school? This is fun. And I got people dancing. It's like Saturday Night Live, kind of, right? Las Vegas. Party feel. You don't hear this as a full band arrangement. It's a no. acoustic song. So there's already his own thing. Put on your yarmulke. It's time for Hanukkah. So much fun and Nanaka to celebrate Hanukkah. Bill, you're fucking precious. Hanukkah is a festival of lights. (laughs) Instead of one day of presents, we get eight crazy nights. When you feel you're like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree. Here's a list of people who are Jewish. Just like you and me. (laughs) David Lee Roth likes the menorah. 
go to James Conn, Kirk Douglas, and Adam Sandler. You're the fucking man. All right, we got Guess it. Fun, right? That's arrangement. Yeah, that's yeah. good. A song There's only sits. one problem. It's me singing. But everyone else, everyone else is good. Yeah, you I like had the, I like a the... song many years ago that I never understood. Mm. Lisa, Lisa. Mm. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. What inspired that song? What's it about and why? It was, uh, it was a song on my album, Future of America. And it was, I used to do a joke on stage. If you call us a pack of sleazy girls, if you call a pack of sleazy girls Lisa, one of them's going to turn around. Oh. So, that, so, like, if you're ever at a mall, this is when I'm, you know, before the whole, you know. Me too. Yeah. So, you know, you'd see a pack of, pack of, pack of hot babes and you'd scream out Lisa and then one of them would turn around you you know they'd be like how'd you know my name was Lisa right because there's always one in there and then from there I just kind of wrote this song about um a woman that comes out to Hollywood to make it as an actress and you know blah 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 but it's a was fun that song. Sam Kinison sort of inspired like sort of comedy and rock and roll being combined I think so I think so I think when when Sam was doing a lot of music I started doing music but the difference between Sam and me is I'm not a musician. I'm, like, just a comic and a singer. And Sam actually played. Oh, he, he did? Yeah, he played guitar. He played piano. He did. He was, like, a great musician. Oh, I didn't yeah, know he was a yeah, great... Really I mean, I knew good. he played with a band and, like, yeah. he sung and everything, but I didn't yeah. know he was a musician. Yeah, so I did the song Lisa Lisa, and it did really well. And what I would do is... It, like, did it chart? Yeah, it did. It I did. used to listen to that yeah. song on the radio going, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. What is this song? It's, yeah. Okay, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting in my pickup truck going, are you not? This is nuts! Bro, that came out to Hollywood to make it from the farm. She's totally fresh. Maybe, maybe she's from Atlanta, the Midwest. You know she's milked cows, though, that she's totally clean. It's called Lisa Lisa, the one I adore. I'm a stony, crusty dude with the mop on top. My melon's fully tweaked. We were so high on Coke in the 80s that, that, that this got spit. Yeah. The ones with the cones. How high did it chart? Lisa, Lisa. Is this like 86? No, it's 91. Oh, that's that late. Yeah. So what I would do is... Because my stand-up shows back then were just festival seatings. Uh So people wouldn't sit. Right. So I'd always play theaters or colleges and people would just kind of like come in. So every time I would do a show, I would always have a band open for me. Uh-huh. And then I'd go out after the band. The band would do probably 25 minutes. And then I'd go out after the band and do my 45 minutes. And then I'd bring the band on at the end. Uh, and then I'd play this song plus several songs. And it was just this big party. Yeah. And that was kind of like my show. What did then, that yeah. thing, what did it get to on the charts? I don't did remember. it get to? It I got I don't remember. spins in L.A. I remember driving my pickup truck around L.A. listening to that song. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Confused. It was fun. Yeah. Not but, uh, for me. I, I, I was angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I enjoy singing um, because it's another art form of what we do. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, podcasting or, or doing, you know, you know, um, 
I don't know, whatever, different acting. acting. So singing is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. And so you practice and you rehearse and you try to get better. And so I enjoy it. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of acting, this this whole Richard Simmons campaign that you did, yeah, trying to do his biopic, yeah, and then they reached out and said they weren't interested, or yes. So what happened was is um, it took off. People started putting photos next to me and Richard Simmons. I could see so the I could audience. See the audience did that. I didn't do that. And then it just took off. So then I posted something and I said, "Hey, I'm talking to Richard Simmons." It's all kind of happening, da 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 da, which was a, I don't want to say it was fake, but I'm a comedian. It was a joke. You know what I mean? And then people picked up on it, like, Polly Shore's talking to Richard Simmons. And I'm like, okay, so I'm talking to Richard Simmons. And then I find out Richard Simmons hit us back and says, tell Polly I love him. I love his mom, the store. I remember him because I've known Richard since I was a kid. And I, we all love Richard Simmons. We used to see him in LA driving around as Rolls Royce. And just wave. He would just wave down sunset. You know what I mean? It was back in the 80s and 90s. And then he just says he doesn't want to do it. So that being said, um, we did some research. And I have a company at Warner Brothers. So we're going to do a deal. And you you can actually do biopics on people without getting their permission as long as you don't as long as you don't say two or three or four things that you know harm them. Right. Similar to uh, uh, the Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee docuseries oh, sure. on Hulu. They didn't get their approval. So they do it with the Aretha Franklin. They do it all the time. So my hope is, and if Richard's watching, my hope is is that you know we build it and, and he'll come. So if we get a good writer and we get a good director and we elevate it and we make it like – we we make the movie about what Richard Simmons' uh, story is, which is bringing people together, mental health, and you know, and helping people. Then maybe he'll hop on board. Then is so he? Uh, you hope, you yeah. would play Richard Simmons? Yeah, I could see that. Oh, totally. Yeah. Is he like he's an exile, reclusive, he's not coming out? Basically, like well, Howard Hughes right now. So my my understanding is he lives somewhere up in the hills, and he just doesn't want to go out. So maybe this will bring him out. Because you know and I know what he was about for many years was bringing people out and bringing them together. So my hope is is that it kind of turns around on him. And because we all love him and we all miss him, and yeah. he was so much fun. If you look at old, you know, uh, Howard Stern's or Ellen DeGeneres's Letterman, uh, Letterman's. I mean, he was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He just he was he was one of those guests that if Letterman had him on. And he's like, up next is Richard Simmons. No one's turning the channel. <laughs> right. You knew it was just going to be fucking nuts. Maybe yeah. you should write a song, Richard, Richard, <laughs> and with just repop Lisa, Lisa and get him out of his <laughs> out of his place. You put it up, like say anything with the ghetto <laughs> blaster on top <laughs> of your head, <laughs> dressed up as Richard in the dolphin shorts and the tank top. All right. We're going to do uh, Tales from the Cheap. And uh, these are actual True stories. And I don't know if you have any, because you grew up, your family had money, but even if you have money, you can still be cheap, do cheap shit, like parents. Mm-hmm. Like like for Christmas, we cut down a branch and a, use a it pine a, tree and just it. leaned it against the wall and decorated it I mean, it just once, being around is, comedians, too. I mean, uh, yes. For me, for me on, the, on the cheap, my mom, and this is true, and I'm not making this up. Because um, I'm Jewish, but we celebrated Christmas. So what, what? one year what she did is she gave me a skateboard, but she gave me a wheel a day. <laughs> oh, for Hanukkah. I mean, for right. Hanukkah. Yeah. So like one day. So she you have eight days. Yeah. So she you gave have me four a wheel. wheels, yeah. trucks, that's two. And then the board. And then the board, that's seven. Yeah. So 
was pretty. I'm like, Mom, I know what the fuck it is. Just give me it already. She, but yeah. she spread no, it. Oh, you gotta wait. That's it funny. might not be a skateboard. It might be a bike. All right, we got tales from the cheap. We'll do that right after this. Let me tell you about Native Path Krill Oil, heart disease, blood clots, strokes, kidney failure, all found on the back of an ibuprofen bottle. That's right. And ibuprofen doesn't even solve the real issue, which is inflammation. Researchers say to add an Antarctic super nutrient to your diet, omega-3 fatty acids sourced from wild-caught krill. This is the real deal. It's important for your health. Shown to support healthy blood pressure, circulation, brain health, plus reduced inflammation, swelling, and joint pain. Yeah, I was just talking to a brain doctor, and he said, you must add this to your diet. It outperforms ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol without the dangerous side effects. And for a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic Krill Oil for as low as 23 bucks a bottle. Go to GetNativePath.com slash Adam now for a special offer just for being a part of my audience. GetNativePath.com slash Adam. Get that deal and get healthy. In honor of Jim Carolla's 92nd birthday, here's a list of all the things Adam Carolla will do before he dies. Track someone by dismounting a horse, then doing a low squat, picking up a clump of dirt and let it sift through his fingers. Just one of the things Adam will do before he dies. Let's get back to the Adam Carolla Show. All right, Polly Shore in the studios, got shows, got YouTube shows, got one-man shows, got the Jam in the Van show. That's uh, every Tuesday on YouTube. And then the one-man show at the Comedy Store, January 31st as well. All right, we have the tales from the cheap. 20-year-old Tupperware, homemade clothes, powdered eggs. It's time. For Tales from the Cheap. All right. We got uh, Howard, line one. Howard from Southport, Connecticut. Yeah. Connecticut, yes. yeah. Southport, Connecticut. Yep. Oh, What's wow. going on, Howard? Oh, it's great to uh, talk to you guys. I'm an 80s and 90s dude myself. So, uh, But I also have the cheap gene. So I, I wanted to uh, share this story that I inflicted on my family. All right. Oh, so normally the tales from the cheap are you being the victim of your parents' cheapness. Mm. But you've right. you've taken I'm sure I was that too. You've taken it to your own family. This is refreshing. Let me hear it. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I, I took in their cheapness, and that's actually the cause of my problem. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so we have a flood in the basement while I'm away, uh, like every baby thing, uh, pack and play cribs, uh, strollers. And we had all the like super safety rating, expensive, nice stuff. The, everything is severely damaged, but I'm actually giddy with excitement because it absorbed all the water. And I'm like, yes, the, the other things weren't damaged in the basement because all these obsolete baby toys from my boys that had outgrown it 
for years have uh, or absorbed the stuff. So we get home, the damage isn't that bad, get the flood under control, um, bringing, you know, spend a half hour bringing the pack in place, the cribs, the strollers, everything upstairs, put it out by the curb in the garbage. And again, I'm like, yes, it's nothing important. I walk back inside. Five minutes later, my wife tells me she's pregnant. Wow. So, I, yeah. So I, of course, I'm like, all right, give her a hug. I'm so excited. This is amazing. And then she's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I, I, I got to go back. I got to go outside. So even though everything's covered in mold, electronics are damaged, I'm trying to dust everything off um, from the curb, and I start bringing it back in, and there she's standing there with her arms folded. What are you doing? You know, and I'm like, it's it's not so bad. You know, mold, uh, the penicillin is uh, from mold. Yeah, yeah women... I, I could fix this strap on the swing with a belt <laughs> and uh, pat, patch this up. Yeah, so, this you know, is uh, this is an interesting in. story. Did you did you rehab the stuff? I wanted to, but you know, she's uh, she actually is the kind of person who let me bring it back in, and it's still in the house today. But of course, like without telling me, she just ordered everything new. But you know, I'm like dusting it off and like. See, look, a, 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 a swing doesn't need the full seat. The kid can hold on real tight. How old the is the kid now, Howard? The the baby that came is now 10. Okay, so this was a decade ago. This is good. Yeah. It's not typical, mm. but it's interesting that you were throwing out all the kid stuff mm. while then announcing. I don't get the... What's the cheap part? He brought it back in from the curb, which is eh, I would do the same. I don't I don't sure. get I don't get how all of it works. You get a kid, you got to get the best child seat, the best stroller, the yep. best crib, mm. the best everything, mm. and it's all used mm. by the time the kid is 4. Mm. And now where's it go? And the answer is is somewhere, but not to the place it should go cuz then all the other families just buy the shit New again. Yeah. I actually, well, I had a twin stroller. Yes, and I went full maniac. Wow, I went full maniac on it. Like, wow, it sat in the garage. The, the twin stroller just oh. sat in the garage. Wow, because the kids didn't need a stroller anymore. Right, and then I would do what I always do, which I would go, "What are we doing with the stroller? Can we give it away to some church or mission or something?" And they go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do. And I'd go, okay. Let's do and it. And it would never happen. It right. would never happen. And then at a certain point, I like pushed it outside. And that's I said funny. to the nanny, I was like, listen, what are you going to do with this thing? And she's like, I'm going to give it to the uh, church. And I go, right. okay, here it is. Just just take it. I don't want it rolling in the garage anymore. And I'm like, anyway, at some point, I put it out. I came back down a week later. It was back in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Then I, like, pushed it out again. I went, like, take the fucking thing. And I came back. One day, I just walked in the garage, and there it was. And I just took it. And I smashed it. There was a big metal dumpster because I was doing construction. And I literally just swung it like an axe and beat the shit out of it and destroyed it and threw it in the fucking dumpster. And it's like, now the poor kid's getting no stroller. No fucking stroller for the poor kids. Which I know makes me a maniac. 
except for the part where I paid for the stroller and I said, please take it to people who need it for yeah, no, free. Yeah, please, no one just take it. That's not just fucking take cool, it. Dude. It's like, nope. No. Months and years. Like They're lucky just, you didn't fucking burn it. <laughs> Should have burned the shit. Yeah. God damn it. All right, let's talk to uh, Manny. But I, I don't know. How many landfills do we have where you can just... Everyone just buys everything new or gets no. a gifted everyone new. Almost, almost all the stuff we bought for my son is were secondhand marketplaces because mm. they've only used it for like three or four months. I know. Yeah. And like the, the good news is is that like everything's low mileage, but the kid definitely barfed and shit on something Don't at least care. twice. Fine with me. Good. <laughs> all right. Uh, Manny from San Dimas. Hey, guys. <clears throat> What's going on? Oh, uh, well, I was calling in for, a, I guess it's a holiday, Tales from the Cheap. Was that the um, theme? Yeah, so uh, once when I was eight or nine years old, I got a Christmas gift. Hold it on, was was, if that box. the theme, why the first guy didn't have any holiday theme to him? Uh, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it I don't, necessarily I don't know. force people it's, to do that, a theme. That was the tweet I got. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> so that's anyway, the theme. Anyway, All so right. I, got a, I got a Christmas gift in a small box, and um, when I, I opened it up, it was a box of Christmas lights. And uh, I guess my family saw the the look of confusion on my face, so uh, they were like, "Oh no, no it's it's, uh, it's something else in there." I was like, oh, "Okay." So uh, I opened up the box, and um, it was tube socks from oh. the swap meet. And uh, the reason why I know they were from the swap meet is because uh, days later, when I went to put on the socks, the elastic just totally gave out. So and they were just kind of hanging around my ankles like uh, like sad leg warmers. What did your parents do? Oh, uh, uh, my my mom was a, a stay-at-home mom, and uh, my my dad was a blacksmith for, uh, but not like a horse blacksmith. He made uh, parts for airplanes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, like, yeah, so yeah. So he wasn't like the the engineer or anything. He just kind of he was just like a labor, um, you know, making making the parts for the for turbines and stuff. So why did he? Why did they have the Christmas lights over the socks? I'm still confused about to camouflage uh, the socks. A, they, they they used the box. It was my actually my aunt that gave them to me. It was a, a, a Christmas lights uh, a box of Christmas lights, but they took the lights out and then repurposed the box for socks. Oh, Ugh. oh, so they yeah. were cheap with the box. Yeah, that's how. I, my mom one time gave me a gave me a uh, uh, it was a um, a framed picture. <laughs> A framed picture of the family or something. And I said, Mom, you just fucking took it from the stand that was right there. I know. She, she just <laughs> po- pulled it off a shelf? Yes. And she wrapped it. I said, Mom, this was in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's resourceful. I got... She would just like fucking just <sighs> grab shit around the house and just literally... Like the day of Christmas. I was literally <laughs> thinking about... We used to do this grab bag, it was called. Oh, that's good. And a grab bag was sort of like a secret Santa, but a little different. But my family, an extended family, was a murderer's row of the cheapest ass fucks wow. on the planet. So, Is this your sister on Lucille? My sister lived, lived, I think, or lives next door to Polly Shore. Yeah. Literally next door. A, a while ago, yeah. It on, was and the, Lucille. It was the weirdest, I had the weirdest, I mean, I talked, I've said it before, but I was doing Polly's podcast and I like put it in the ways. <laughs> and you know, sometimes you hit a thing with your ways, but I don't know, you hit the wrong one and it's taking you to the house instead of to the shop or, yeah, yeah. you know, 
And I'm hitting, and I'm driving, driving, and as I start going up the hill, I'm like, oh shit, I hit my sister's house. Where the fuck is Polly's house? Like, I'm driving, I'm I'm going to my sister's house. And then at some point, I like stop, and the Waze <laughs> is like, you're here. And I'm like, yeah, that's my sister's house. I'm supposed to go to Polly's house. Yeah. yeah. They live right next door to each other. Literally, that's not funny. up the street or on the Weird. other side of the street, the next house, my sister's house. Yeah. So we would do this goddamn grab bag mm. at the Furity's house. Gabi, my Hungarian, uh, something. So grab bag, something. just to explain, everyone, everyone puts their hand in a thing and they pull out something. And everyone brings one gift. Right. But you got to realize who's bringing the gift. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, you know, if you're doing this with Kimmel, you're set. You're, stoked, you're yeah. getting some good gifts. You know what I mean? But not with the Corollas. Right. So everyone brings a gift, and then they set it on the table, and then after you eat, everyone sits around the table, and then the kids are like, get that, do that one, or, you know, get that one, or, you know, you pull a thing out, or whatever. We got, the one we got was a shrimp divainer. What it was the a, fuck is a shrimp divainer? It's, it's, a, it's a little weird pickle fork with a picture of a shrimp Made out of plastic. Yeah. A plastic so a shrimp fork? on it. I I was like, okay, first off, nobody in this family's ever eaten shrimp. Huh. Nobody's eaten shrimp because shrimp's expensive. And we were like hamburger chub pack, you know, bologna. Yeah. There's no, we, we never went to the seafood department of the store. That shit was expensive. I've never had a shrimp. My dad's never eaten a shrimp. Nobody at this table's eaten a shrimp. And secondly, what do you want me to do with the divainer? Maybe, maybe they just saw Forrest Gump and they saw the Bubba Shrimp. It was before. Thing. This before is pre Bubba yeah. Gump. Mm. And I still it was wishful thinking, like, hey, we'll aspire I want you to have some shrimp. Oh well, yeah, it's like it's like saying I'm gonna go to WeatherTech and buy floor liners for a pickup truck yeah. I don't own. Yeah, but one day. <laughs> So I'll who, be able to take these floor liners and put it in this so Chevy who, Silverado. Who picked the shrimp fork? <coughs> I had it. So then what'd you do with it? Stabbed my uncle in the neck. God <laughs> damn, son of a bitch. Well, I was him. like, I was like, and then you, then you have that realization like, oh, everyone here is so fucked up and cheap and poor. Wow. And I'm nine. Oh, so I got to wow. suck this shit up for another decade. Wow. I got to live like, 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 uh, like Hamas took me hostage. For like fucking 10 years with these people. This is the cheapest, dumbest, (laughs) poorest people who, and by the way, have no will to do anything for anybody else either. Like the gift in the gift department, there's two things that'll save you. If if you just have someone who's who's got a lot of cash and they're kind of guilty, they'll just, you know, the the dad that doesn't spend enough time with his son because he's always traveling or whatever, he'll just throw money at the problem. You want that. Cool. Or... You can have someone who's poor but has a lot of will. Mm. Like, I'm going to make something. I'm mm. going to save something. I'm going to get him a 10-speed on layaway at mm. Sears. You know what I mean? I'll pay $13 a month out of my paycheck. But if you remove cash and will, mm. now you're left with the Corolla's grab bag mm. table. You got Jack and squat, mm. and Jack just left town. I like when people say stuff that doesn't really make sense, but you go, yeah, this ain't worth Jack, Squat, and Jack just left town. And you're like, so Squat's hanging around, all right? All right, but if Jack was here, then we'd have a balance? Yeah. Yeah. This is is like your villain origin story. 
Yes. This is where, this is where you were awakened. Well, this, is where he, this is where it started his cadence <coughs> as a kid. You know what I mean? We all start, we're all, you know, pretty much start our lives as kids. So I don't want to say the anger. Hold on, let me but write the, that one down. What you saying? We all start our lives. Pretty much. We all start our lives. Well, pretty much start our lives as kids. Polly Shore. Keep going. And that's where the, the anger and you being pissed off is you got the fucking shrimp. I got the shrimp debater. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. fucking cool. I know, so and I got angry. You off. Yeah. That's right. And then I and that's took part it. of your stick. Yeah. I took my stick to the stage. <laughs> yeah. But I that's, mean it. That's the thing. Exactly. I am angry at the Excellent. shrimp debater. Yeah. And I don't know if uh Yeah. I was just talking about it. That's how it started. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have one sister. Okay. And then I have a half brother who lives on top of your house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're surrounded. Yeah. Is your parents still with us? My dad is still with us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Still how old, alive. How old is he? Uh, 92 or 93. Wow. I don't know. Do you have know. him in an old folks home? No. He's well, any home he's in is an a- old folks home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, but do you put him in a place or is he in a, like, a no, house? No, he's in a house, house that is the, an old folks home because he's in it. So does he stay in your house? No. How far is his house from your house? Uh, it's probably about eight miles or something like, like that. The Eminem, eight miles. Yeah, eight, eight miles. miles. Yeah. And then you go see him. How often do you see him? Uh, I see him probably once a month, maybe mm. twice a month or something. Mm. Do you bring him soup? I brought him a shrimp devainer. Wow. No, he he just sort of sits there. He sits on a chair. He's got trumpets around him because <clears throat> he likes trumpets. Mm. And um. No, but yeah, I like. It was funny when it said uh, any house he is in is an old folks' home. Does essentially, he, how does he think about your whole career and your life and stuff? Is he proud of you? Is he not proud? Did he give you shit? Because I saw the Sylvester Stallone documentary. That's oh on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, and he had that moment with his father because his father was really hard on him. Yeah, and at the end on his on his on his deathbed, he had this beautiful moment with his father. And so, do you have that thing with your mm-hmm. father? Or? Well, I was thinking about it. like there's that Johnny Cash song, "A Boy Named Sue," right? Yeah. And uh, he wanted to toughen his son up because mm. he knew he wasn't going to be around. If my dad wrote a song about me, he'd call it "A Boy Named Who." Mm. What's he doing? Mm. Oh, I don't know. He does a cable something, but he knows you're successful. He's got that part down, okay. but he doesn't really know. You know, when I moved to terrestrial radio, I famously brought my dad in for the first show. Mm. When I moved from K-Rock to KLSX to mm. do mornings to take over for Stern. And I brought my dad in the very first show we did. And I said, Dad, I got a check here for $10,000. Wow. And it's got your name on it. Wow. But you do have to answer a question. I was on a very successful radio station in Hilarious. Los Angeles for one decade. Hilarious. Every day. And he had no For idea. 10 years. That's so funny. And you live in the city. That it's in, and, and it's like, like the number one station in the city. You have to tell me what, the call the letters yeah. and the name of the station. And I'll give you the 10000 And you'll have the $10,000. Yeah. You don't even Holy need the phrase that pays. Fucking <laughs> hilarious. Couldn't do it. Oh, Un-fucking believable. That's sad. Couldn't do it. And then that, then I asked him, and I said, okay, now for $5,000, <laughs> you got to name the TV show I do with puppets. Wow. And... uh <laughs> And I remember oh. seeing Jimmy was there the first day, and Jimmy was wearing a Crank Yanker shirt. Oh, no. 
And I was like, oh, shit. He was standing in the kitchen. Like, I could see him through the window. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm sure I, he's yeah. going to know. But my dad, like, walked past him and just subliminally <laughs> this saw This is his slumdog millionaire moment happening in real time. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Oh. Couldn't do Crank Anchor. So now I think, I think we got down to, like, the $2,500 question, mm. which he got mm. on a technicality. Oh. I said, you now need to name oh. the full name or... The last name of my partner, Dr. Drew, for 10 years, for a decade, you need to tell me his last name. And he did it. Oh, wow. Why and, is that technicality? Because I said, first off, you got to know my dad. He doesn't know. He doesn't know <laughs> what I'm fucking talking about. He doesn't know doctor. I said to him, how the hell did you know that? Because he doesn't know. He doesn't know Comedy Central. He doesn't know Crank mm-hmm. Anchors. He doesn't know Man Show. He doesn't know... I've written six books. He doesn't have any of the books. Like, he doesn't know anything. So I said, how the hell do you, how the hell do you get Drew Pinsky? How the hell do you get that? Because my dad would never. Mm. No, he, he said, your stepmom mm. had to do, he's in Pasadena. Drew's in Huntington Memorial in Pasadena. Had to do some sort of procedure or something. <laughs> had to contact wow. Drew like two days ago and go like, oh, his last name. Oh, Drew Pinsky. Yeah. Mm. Make him give him make him a referral for a stepmom <laughs> for a medical thing. Had nothing to do with his entertainment. So career. how did how did still that, got twenty five hundred? So how did that make you feel that he didn't know any of your stuff? <coughs> I was sort of used to it because mm. I grew up with him. You know, mm. like that's who he is. Mm. I get it. Like it doesn't feel good. Mm. I guess the opposite is them like too much. You know, once in a while, I'm soothed by the parents that are overbearing, like, oh, my dad wanted me to be a lawyer like him and enter the law firm. And I told him I want to do comedy. And he he cut me off because he started screaming at me or whatever. My dad doesn't know what yeah. I do or what I did or what I and would then, do. Or and then what do. about your mom? When did she pass? A couple of like a year year ago. Oh, wow. So, so what did that she mean? must have been a fan and like just no. No, she wasn't a fan. No, oh. they found there's two people on the planet that are not Corolla fans, <laughs> and they found each other and gave birth to Adam Corolla, which is the most ironic thing on the Depressing. planet. It's insane. But the two people who cared less about my career found each other wow. and then shit me out. Mm. And they both – it'd be hard to figure out who cared less. I think my dad cared this, less. And then this say. must have motivated you. No, I I was not uh, like not like you'll see. I'm gonna make, not that type of motivated you, but kind of like hardened you and yeah. I, like I, I got independent. Yeah. I got like I got to take care of myself, yeah. and I and I I'll, I'll just go out and do my own thing. Is yeah. what I got. I didn't really. I mean, I was motivated just to not be miserable, mm. really, with them. Yeah. You know, and their with their shrimp deveiners and mm. no air conditioning and stuff. But it is. It's I don't, very, well. It's very interesting because. A lot of people that do well or don't do well, you know, their parents just react so differently off of sometimes there's a jealousy. Sometimes there is what you're It's just it's never just so simply. I'm so proud of you and way to go. I'm with you for you know what I mean? It's very rare. I bet if you ask your callers call in probably 50 50, right? I mean, there's I, no I way. Don't, I, there's a weird, you know, part of it is generational. Maybe 
Like, I remember talking to Norman Lear about this, and his mom was just never down with any of his success and whatever he did. Or, you know, it'd be like the kind of thing where he'd throw some big Hollywood party and all the A-listers would show up at his house and his mom would come and go like, what are these people doing here? These guys are big celebrities. Why are they at your house? Like, that, Uh. they just never... I don't know. I'd, I'd say my mom was a little more into it than, it's also, than my dad. It's also they probably they probably vis- visualized you <coughs> as this there's kid, this little fucking kid that they grew up with, and that's how they always see you. So then when you go into the real world and you're doing the Adam Carolla show and you're doing all this shit, they still see you as that little kid. Mm, I just I, or they my, treat you at that treat you as that little kid, you know. Uh, my gram my grandmother gave it to my mom. My mm. grandmother was horrible, mm. ball buster, insulting, mm. put everyone down, and just fucked my mom. Mm. My dad just comes from basic sort of poverty and depression mm. with the sort of lack of uh, an, uh, doesn't under like you know like he doesn't like they. I said to my dad, like, he'll say, like, what are you working on? And I'll Mm. go, I'm working on an animated series. And he'll go, so do you have to draw all the the stuff? And I'll go, no, no, dad. There are people who draw. Yeah. I I do the voice. Oh, so you don't draw. It's like, yeah, Yeah. okay, dad. I I don't know how unsophisticated you can be in, in terms of living in Los Angeles your entire life and have no <laughs> shit, no knowledge. Like, yeah, I remember concept, one. I'm just happy yeah. you had a follow-up question. I, I was like exactly. I was like guest hosting Jimmy Kimmel Live or something one year. Uh, the first years of his show, I was like, I don't know, the guest host or something. And I was out to dinner with my dad at like five in the afternoon. And the, whatever the timing was, the show, he was saying like, is the show live? You do the show live, and I was like, "Well, if we did the show live, we'd have to. We'd be doing it now." But I'm I'm at dinner with <laughs> you, you, Dad. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so you're not doing it live? And like, no, we're not. It's not live because I wouldn't be able to be here if it, I'd be on stage. Like, yeah. oh, he. I remember once. Here's the kind of guy my dad was. Is he? I talked to him once about some bit on on Dancing with the Stars. Mm. Uh, I, I go. Did he see you on that? Well, here's how we can figure this out. <laughs> I said to him. The biggest show in the world. I go. Millions of people. I go. I wanna, Everyone knows. It's like McDonald's. It's as simple as McDonald's. I go. I was pissed off at Dancing with the Stars. Uh. They wanted me. They would keep having me back to do bits mm. and comedy bits. And I would bring them funny comedy bits. And I had this bit that I wanted to do that they were giving me a hassle about. They didn't want me to do it. And I was like, it's going to be so funny. And they're like, nah, I don't. And we were like arguing about it, Mm. right? So right in the middle of this argument, I was talking to my dad. And I said, I'm doing Dancing with the Stars tomorrow. And I've got this bit I want to do, but they're hassling me. They don't want me to do it, but I want to do it. And I sort of described the bit. And I said, I said, I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. They're going to start to figure it out. Anyway, I saw my dad like three days later. And he said, uh, I had that dance with the stars bit. I go, yeah. He goes, did you do it? I go, no, I didn't do it. But but you could have watched. If you watch the show, then you would know if I did it or not. Oh, yeah. he would, Even like <clears throat> when Jimmy hosted the Oscars mm. and I wrote for the Oscars, my Dad didn't watch the Oscars, and my mom announced 
that she'd watched some of it, and it was pretty hit and miss for her mm. and her description of the Oscars and the comedy. That's how they... That's not fans. But the two found each other. Yeah, it seems like you guys were raised in Pittsburgh or something. (coughs) You seem like a Pittsburgh family, not a California family. It doesn't feel like a California family, does it? No, not at all. No, my... It feels like, you know, somewhere in the Midwest. My dad, my my parents were very unshow busy. Mm. And my dad is the least... Italian, full-blooded Italian mm. you'll ever meet. Because when everyone goes, Italians are so passionate. They yeah. love making love and singing and, and joy of life. They love cooking and they love... Not not my dad. Not He has no traits that any Italian has ever been known for in his entire life. There's one trait of my dad. My dad just hangs out. Maybe playing the trumpet. I could give him that. Well, but that's, that's my it. dad played the trumpet, so they could. He did. Kind of, could have yep. jammed. Yep. Your dad played the trumpet. He did. He did. Has his stand up, and he'd always bring his trumpet out. Oh, he would. Yeah. Is there any footage of that anywhere? I don't know. Yeah, I think there is. Actually, there's a photo. I think if you just Google Sammy Shore trumpet, <laughs> I think you'll see it. But yeah, he, my dad and your dad had that in common. Yes, they both played the trumpet. And your dad probably didn't think I was funny. No, he he thought you were funny. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, then they set that set yeah. him apart for my dad. That's interesting. All that stuff about your family it definitely created who you were. Who you? I are, don't. Know, I don't know though, because it's well, we're like all products of our environment. I mean, well, I know, but do you take a guy like Jimmy? Jimmy's super funny, and his family loved him, mm. and they support him, and they think he's funny. Mm. So he had like the most supportive. I had the least supportive, but we both ended up doing the same show in the same mm-hmm. place with the same basic point of view. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, but, he, but he got to sleep good at night. You got to sleep restless. Well, it was fucking parents. It was mainly because there was no air conditioning. Oh, okay. But, uh, but I know what you're saying. San- Sandler as well. Adam Sandler had a beautiful, you know, his brother, his mom, his dad. Everyone was like very supportive, you know, had that for him. Yeah. It's different. Was your dad, when did your dad My pass? Par- uh, uh, it was uh, 2019. Yeah. So, was he supportive? Yeah, definitely. Who was more, your mom or, or your dad? I mean, they both were. They both were, but they both weren't at the same time. I mean, it took it, it kind of put a lot of pressure on me to try to make it quicker. You know what I mean? Because of who they were. Well, I mean, let's... I kind of had a gun to my head a little bit. Well, let's be honest. Like, if my son started doing comedy... I'd be supportive, but I'd also have, like, thoughts, you know, because I'm a comedian. Like, I'd go, like, mm. eh, this is a little weak, or maybe focus, or, I don't know, Lisa Lisa. Probably not a great theme mm. for a rock song, but I would have thoughts. Like, did your parents, I mean, your parents are knee-deep in, mm. in comedy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was different because my father, my father um, was a comic, so he's, like, supporting me, but then when I started to make it he got jealous that which is oh really which was natural he had to get jealous because he never made it to that kind of household name yeah um and then my mom do you I guess, know he was jealous did he yeah, say he it? told me yeah of course. did he really what did he think yeah. of your style of comedy because obviously it's very different than what he did what's funny is now when i work i'm 55 when i'm on stage i actually feel like my dad's style a lot and I'm kind of like, fuck, I'm my dad. I'm turning into my dad. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, But he told he was you clean, he was but jealous. But he was a clean comic. Oh, my dad was. was very clean. And I'm, 
I won't say I'm dirty, but I'm, you know, I, I have a potty mouth on stage. And that's just being by because I was raised around it. Yeah. And as far as my mom, you know, there was a lot of tension when I decided to do stand up, even though she kind of programmed me, me to be a comedian. You know, she raised me there and kind of knew I was going to do it. But there was a lot of tension because, um, you know, she didn't want me to fail. And she also didn't want me to get hurt. Because she saw all the other comics with the drugs and the, the you know and everything, you know, there's a lot of of course badness that comes with it. So she was trying to protect me, and then so it, but it put a gun in my head to like hurry up the process. So I was kind of like Kobe, where I went from high school to fucking the pros right away, and then immediately she was like acceptance. I'm you know, curious about you know. your dad telling you he was jealous. That seems strange to me. Like I could, I get I the saw, feeling, yeah. I, but I, the part where he admitted it, it yeah. feels weird. No, I would hear him on different shows. Oh, um, so it wasn't like he look at me and say I'm jealous mm-hmm. right away. But it was cool because the last 25 years of his life, he opened for me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he got to open for me, and he always said that was like the best time of his life because I had these great audiences, and and my opening joke. You know, right after I'd bring him up, I'd say, now you guys know why I'm who I am because of this guy. Because people didn't know my dad did stand up. Yeah. You know, they thought I just, you know, started doing stand up and I'm a comic. And they're like, oh, now it makes sense. So he was, he would always warm them up great. And, um, yeah. Because I knew you, I initially knew you as the MTV. DJ, yeah. right? So I didn't yeah. like before the stand up stuff, so I wouldn't have thought that, oh, your dad is a stand up. Yeah, he's a like great stand up. Well, he was, um, yeah. speaking of, yeah. of uh, doing drugs and, and uh, drinking, like with along with stand up, so our very own Dawson, he's doing a show in Austin tomorrow. Mm. And Dawson. 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 Dawson, Texas. But there's like a catch, right? Yeah. Uh, it, the show is called Get Ripped, and I have to do seven minutes completely sober. Then blow a black dude and go right back out on stage. Yeah. And then you go then you go into the green room and they get you really high and you take a couple of shots. Wow. And then you gotta go back out and do another seven minutes. Oh wow. Effed up. Wow. And um I usually have you know, I'll usually have a shot of Jameson before I go up on stage just to kind of mellow things out. But take the um, edge off. It's it's uh it, it's gonna be interesting. Um, first of all, going up completely sober. Have you ever done that? I've done a few shows totally sober. Yeah. Um, they go fine, but I think they're a little bit better when you can have a little drink before it loosens you up. But I have done shows drunk and they're terrible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Completely sweet zone in there. So uh, it should be interesting. And I'll do two. I'll do a a different seven minutes. Which club is it? Uh, it's at Vulcan. Oh, Vulcan, yeah. Vulcan Gas yeah, Company. That's on a Wednesday great night. club, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, roll tape on it, Dawson. <laughs> I will. Because I want to see this. All right, that's Polly, do you want to hang up. out? We got some news to do. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back and do the news right after this. Viator experiences. That's what people love most about travel. Whitewater rafting, Hawaii, catamaran, Catalina zip lining. Yep, done it all. That's the experience part. Viator, it's a website, an app for booking travel experiences like seeing Niagara Falls or a 
guided Eiffel Tower tour, over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, millions of real travelers' reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. With Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking using the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, and you'll remember them all. Do more with Viator. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. In the spirit of Murrow, Jennings, Cronkite, here's another great moment in local news. After the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that. Okay. That's a great moment in local news. Now. Back to the Adam Carolla Show. Got stabbed in the orbital socket with a hard cock. Took his <laughs> That's eyes. My favorite. That's so my he was, favorite. He was. He was. So that was a, that was a Freudian slip. Yeah. 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 Classic. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Uh, all right, we'll do some news. Yeah. So uh, when your dad had to guess the name of the puppet show you worked on, I'm surprised he didn't do a Sid and Marty Croft show mm. Mm. because those are. I mean, they're the king of the puppet shows. But so in the news now, Marty Croft has just passed away. Yeah. Oh, wow. Age 86. He died Saturday of kidney failure. Wow. Um, yeah. Often referred to as the king of Saturday mornings. Wow. He and his brother Sid also produced a number of primetime variety shows, including mm. Donnie Marie and Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell sisters. Wow. And then the, the craziest pink lady in Jeff. I was trying to explain to someone what pink lady. Remember Jeff Altman? Yes. The comedian. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like 19-year-old Jeff Altman with two Japanese singers who didn't speak English. And they just put them together and said, you're doing a variety show on Friday nights on NBC. I never saw that. It's, it's nuts. And then it's, and they produced it? Sid and Marty Croft produced Sid it? Sid and Marty Croft produced it. Oh, wow. And it, it never stood a chance because Altman was like super young. Mm. I mean, this is like 19... 19- 78 or mm. something. Jeff Altman is not even that old now. I mean, he's still, he's the guy who would always end up on on uh, Letterman doing big beefy butt steaks. Right. I mean, no one really knew what he was talking about. Like, I, I, I think Letterman had a handful of guys who he knew from maybe the store back in the day or something. He had kind of an allegiance to, but you didn't know. George Miller, uh, Johnny Witherspoon, Altman, and then there was uh, forgot who else. right. And he would have him on yeah. his on. He would have on Letterman, but if you were just watching Letterman, you'd be a little confused because mm. you'd be like, "This guy's not that funny," and mm. I don't know what he's doing on your super funny show. But it, they were like grandfathered in, mm. and Altman would do big beefy butt steaks that we've talked about. Yeah, he's right. great, and, and we've seen. 
Pink Lady. Um, clip from Pink Lady. So, just yes. odd just to put, bizarre. But to put Sid and Marty Croft in context, context. Okay. Uh, we're talking Sigmund the Sea Monster. Yeah. We're talking uh, HR Puff HR and stuff. Puff and stuff. We're talking Land of the, Land Lost. Of the Lost. Yeah. We're talking I about mean, the worst are, television shows ever produced. I don't think so. The worst. <laughs> the, the worst. Now, I baked, as a Sid, kid, said, as a Sid kid, did the puppets. But, That's creative. But as a kid, those fucking shows in the 70s, to me, I watched them all the time. Sigmund and the Sea Monster was my favorite show. I wanted to do a movie version of Sigmund and the Sea Monster where I played uh, Sigmund and do the voice of Sigmund. Oh, do we have the picture of Johnny Whitaker? Now, you know what Johnny Whitaker looks now? Yes, I don't. You want to feel old? Okay, <laughs> I know you don't. I don't either. He looks like Burl Ives. Really? Well, when Burl, I mean, Johnny Whitaker's like Johnny Whitaker was the kid from the seventies. Yeah. Like, like there was just a kid from Let the seventies, and it was Johnny Whitaker. You see, kids today don't have their own kid. We had like a kid. We had Rodney Allen Rippey. And Johnny Whitaker. Johnny Whitaker was from Family Affair and Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. And there was that picture I gave you at some point. Oh, now, wow. <coughs> not the picture. I, I, I sent it to you. Somebody sent it. It was a like tweet. tweeted it. Yeah. Was that him yeah. or Donnie no, wasn't it? Was oh, it's him and Donnie yeah, Osmond. Tim and Donnie yeah, Osmond. that's right. No, that, that is him. But you need to see Donnie Osmond and Johnny Whitaker because... Johnny Whitaker was this redhead little impish kid that was in every Escape to Witch Mountain and like all these Disney movies and stuff like that. Well, anyway, you can keep going, but when you see that picture, so why didn't prepare you like to the, feel why old. didn't you like those those uh, cartoons? You didn't like Land of the Lost. <laughs> Where's that picture? That's great. Uh, it is. Uh, we had it. Or yeah. you had it. It's in one of his like tweets, Byron. Um, it was. Um, no, they they were creatively bankrupt in that in that in that the jokes were horrible and the themes were horrible. Mm. Everything was horrible, but they were super creative mm. visually. Mm. And, so and the visual, Sid just all the story. Sid was the puppeteer, and yeah. Sid created all the puppets and all the stuff. And that you can't you can't deny him the creativity yeah. of all the the sets and the yeah. puppets and the stage and everything like that. There was nothing. Funny about it, but um, yeah, TV Guide named HR Puff and Stuff one of the top cult shows ever. Mm. Yeah, it I was like it. Puff and Stuff was good if you were under nine or older than nineteen and super high. Yes, those. But but in between, if poly. you were fifteen, you were punished. I was obsessed. <laughs> yeah, I was so obsessed that I went and, uh, because I was friends with these guys. I was friends with Marty Croft. Through my family, through my parents and stuff. So I remember probably about 15 years ago, I'd go sit on the couch at their uh, production office, and he gave me a Sigmund doll. I was so excited. This is recent, in the last 10 years. Yeah. Marty so had, gave it to you. Marty did, yeah. He gave me a, a Sigmund doll, and I loved, I loved that movie. Sid's still alive, living up in the hills, living wow. in like a crazy... He lives with Richard Simmons, probably. <laughs> yeah. He lives in a crazy house. I've been to his house. Really? He's been on the show. Wow. He's a good dude. Wow. And uh, nice I yeah. don't think I think he had a falling out with his brother. Mm. I think he took some money. Mm. I think I think Sid is this, creative, the creative type yeah. and the creative types always get taken advantage of by the business types because they got the head for money. And mm. they're just they're way creating all the time. 
So I think there's something something there. Mm. Where's that picture? It's driving me nuts. There it is. Oh wow. <laughs> that is Oh wow. Johnny Whitaker wow. looks like Burl Ives. That's how old we are. <laughs> Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, everybody. Yeah, Johnny Whitaker was the best. Yeah, I don't know. I liked him. I don't know if anyone could act back then. They just kind of looked about right. Like I I, I, I don't I don't get like I, you, know, and you never went. Ever, oh, that guy's a fine here, actor. Here's you something go, I'm going to throw at you. And, and they never know. work again. No one in the Partridge family. No one in the Brady Bunch. They never work again. So how could they be good here, actors? Here, I'm going to throw something at mm. you, and this will be very interesting. Mm. Does, I know you're like I know you're like triple OG, mm-hmm. like as far as as far as references, mm-hmm. as far as knowing. <laughs> I am. You're triple. Now let's see if you're quadruple OG. Because right. I'm quadruple OG. Okay. Giant robot. Yeah. Do you ever remember Giant Robot? I kind of remember the, Wait, the cartoon, the series. Giant Robot. It was this giant robot that went into the sky. Yeah. And when we were kids in the 70s. Yes. Is there anything on the internet about Giant Robot? This will maybe trigger something in your brain because this was my favorite, favorite. And besides Dave and Goliath. I love Dave, Dave and, and Goliath. Goliath. Oh, boy. Uh, what about that was the Dave and Goliath? Dave, we were just talking about, hello, Davey. Yeah. Hello, Davey. <laughs> there we go. Is there anything about Giant to, Robot? Every Yeah, there's Giant Robot stuff. Every Is David there? and Goliath would be like, Davey'd go, we get to church faster if we took that man's car. I don't know, Davey. Yeah. You know, like it was the dog was always trying to talk him out of stuff, you know. I love Davey uh, and Did you remember Hercules? Yeah. Hercules, Hercules, evil fear. Yeah, it was a yeah. bunch of bad seventies yeah. cartoons. I love those. But that's what Where, I used did. To you watch Speed Racer yeah. and Kimba the White Lion? Yes, I love Speed Racer. You know the Kimba good. the White Lion mm-hmm. theme song? I don't, but mm. I remember it. I can sing it. What's is recently <laughs> the Kimba what, what Kimba? The, can I see any giant robot? Anything? Are you thinking of giant robo? Is no, it? giant no. robot. I don't think there's anything I online about it. But I remember I didn't watch it as religiously as you. I was more of a speed racer Kimba. Stupid. It was all dumb. Yeah. But anyway, Sid. Sid is great. I don't know about Marty because I think he kind of ripped off Sid. But mm. but they they produced. They were Sid and Marty Croft were um, like Aaron Spelling before Aaron Spelling. Yeah, like yes. every TV show they it's had their fingerprints. Seventy TV Absolutely. show canon, like they'll <coughs> yeah, they own that. They did the Donnie Marie show. They did the Osmond Family. They did every variety show. The the Mandrell Sisters, DC Follies. I mean, it's crazy. What a resume! Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Well, rest in peace, Marty Croft. That's right. Wow. Um, so, in other news, Derek Chauvin, yep. the uh, former Minneapolis officer convicted in the death of George Floyd, uh, he was stabbed yeah. in prison, but he is expected to survive following the attack mm. uh, in Arizona on Friday. And, yeah, I mean, they, they haven't really they haven't named anything, not well, a you ton know of why, information. Do you know why he got stabbed? Hmm. Because I heard, or at least I saw on Fox, that there's a new documentary about uh, George Floyd about him parting like the year before or something? Did you mm. hear about that? Well, well, I know okay. he was trying to overturn the That's conviction. what I'm saying. Yeah. He was trying to prove that this guy was a certain way or something. I don't know. All right. Everything... He's trying to appeal it, right? We're, we're yeah. living in some weird upside-down world where 
half the shit that's been peddled, not even half, almost every big story that's been peddled over the last four years has been bullshit, Mm. which is scary and weird, which is to say, I mean, it's it's all the whole Floyd thing. So this guy's basically a career criminal Mm. and he's a drug addict Mm. and he has pre-existing conditions. He has like one valve closed, George Floyd in his autopsy, and he has enough fentanyl to be a fatal dose of fentanyl in his system at the time. Then everyone goes nuts. No, it doesn't excuse the guy holding his head down for so long. That was that wasn't cool. Yes, ag- agreed, I mean, but there's know. there's there's a few things. So then we realize we have to take this cop and put him in jail for the rest of his life, otherwise the entire country's going to burn. Mm. So then they take the actual autopsy which didn't say he died or had compressions on his neck or anything like that. The, the basic autopsy said uh, he wasn't killed by Chauvin. But they take that and they basically just go, look, do you want to release this and have the whole city burn? Or do you just want to kind of sacrifice this guy mm, and mm. save the city? Mm. So that's essentially what happened to Chauvin. He got sacrificed so the city wouldn't burn. But now you get sacrificed, which is bad enough. You got to do 20 years in prison. But now you're getting stabbed Mm, in prison and you're essentially sacrificed so that the city wouldn't burn. He is the face of white supremacy other than Larry Elder. Right. And so so he's serving a 21-year sentence. But he filed this request to overturn his conviction uh, without a lawyer. There's this doctor in Kansas who told him that he believes Floyd George Floyd died not from asphyxia but from Chauvin's act or from Chauvin's actions, but from complications of a rare tumor called paraganglioma uh, that can cause a fatal surge of adrenaline. Um, yes, yes, but it's 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 the CNN's fault because there was a story we could have looked into this story, but they didn't want to look into mm. the story because they didn't want the prisoners to riot essentially. Mm. So they just said, fuck it. They withheld evidence. The police chief in Minneapolis said, we absolutely do not train our officers to hold people down with their knee the way he did it. We don't have that in our training. And then all the cops came forward and went, we're absolutely trained that way. <laughs> he lied. Mm. They everyone just had an agreement. Mm. It's the same thing we just did with COVID. It's the same. Look, 51 intelligence experts signed a document that said Hunter Biden's laptop was fake. They signed it. Why? They they knew it wasn't fake. They didn't think it was fake. Why did they sign this document? Because they said we're going to do this. So this thing doesn't happen. So we don't get Donald Trump. And if we don't get Donald Trump, then we can relax and we can get back to normal. So they did it. Mm. They did the exact same thing with Chauvin. They just went, look, we have this evidence. We have a coroner's report. Everyone fucking lie. Throw it out the window. CNN, ladies from The View, get on board. We'll sacrifice one guy who got to prison for 20 years and we'll save our city from burning. And everyone went, good. Mm. I'm in on it. And that's how it worked. Unfortunately, that's not justice. That's the problem. That's the problem. You, it's what a about tacit the pri- agreement. What about the prisoner swapping that's <coughs> going on right now from, with, the, with the, the, the kidnapping of the Jewish people versus the Palestinian prisoners? It's always, here's the people. The crazies it's, always win. The crazies always win, whether it's a crazy mm. ex-wife, a crazy roommate, <laughs> or Hamas. They always win. Really? You, you go, 
So what do we swap? Yeah, we're swapping fifty kids and moms and four year olds and elderly for hundred and fifty folks that are proven terrorists. Right. And then your first would go, well, it doesn't seem fair to trade just civilians for terrorists. Number one, but number two, how about just fifty for fifty? Now three to one. Yeah. Be, because crazy they always, always win. wins. Cra- Anyone who's been in a relationship with a crazy person, they win. You can't do it. Oh, we're going to build our headquarters under a hospital. Crazy wins. That's how crazy wins. Human shields. Crazy wins. We'll, we'll, we're going to store munitions in a, in a preschool. Crazy wins. Donald crazy Trump. always Donald wins. Trump. Yes, wins. <laughs> That's how it works. We're living in a society where everybody, anybody at CNN could have could have figured out that Derek Chauvin did not kill George Floyd. Anyone could have figured it out. But crazy wins. What it, That's what, where we're at. Now. What are your predictions with the rest of Derek's <clears throat> sentence? Oh, look. Here, imagine if you were on the losing end of this equation of someone going like, look, Paul. We know he didn't really kill the guy. We know he was a career <laughs> drug addict. We know he was filled with fentanyl. We know he had a bad ticker and so on and so forth. But you got to go away for 20 years because everyone's going to freak this out. Year, yeah. And we already built a bunch of monuments and shit. Okay. And the president spoke land. about him and all the vice president. And they already Take said this was team. a big problem. So you got to go to prison for 20 years and you probably get stabbed. And Look, you got a, you got a good case. You got a real good case, but we can't. And by the way, the other cops have got to go to jail, too. Like the ones who just kind of showed up and were trying to do crowd control and stuff. Like, we understand. We have to make. Now, if you're one of the people that burned the electronic store during the riot, we don't need anything from you. You'll be fine. You can go loot. You can go burn. You can do whatever. But if you showed up at the Capitol on January 6th, we're going to have to fucking make an example of you. We have to lock you up. I don't know. Does that seem like a good thing? That's all I'm saying. Like, we got two systems working now. I'm not being paranoid. It's just what it's what's working. If if you rioted and looted during, you know, the summer of love, you're probably fine. If you went anywhere near the Capitol on January 6th, you're probably fucked. Mm. Okay. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put a commission together to study January 6th where we're going to selectively edit all the tape and we're not going to show any of the stuff that would show that you weren't guilty and we'll get that all out of there and we'll just fucking railroad you. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a good system. And that's that's where we're at now. So Chauvin is fucked, not because he doesn't have a good case, but just because everyone's going to go, eh, I don't want to... I don't, I don't want to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. yeah. So you still didn't answer his question. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I think he'll... I think... <clears throat> What, what I would say to Derek Chauvin is like, look, it's been a couple years. Things have cooled down a little. Once you get away from it a little bit, like once you get a little distance and people move on to the next outrage or whatever's going on around the world, we can kind of quietly work this work this deal. We couldn't have done it when everyone was on pins and needles. Yeah. And what? And let's say he does get out of prison. What is Derek Chauvin's life in American society after that? It's over. It's over. Yeah. Or he'll probably do a podcast. <laughs> but I, it's a new system. It's fucked up. And the real people that are to blame are all the news outlets mm. who just jump on mm. all the stuff and all the fucking race hustlers and all the hysterics mm. out there. Anyway. Well, uh, he is recovering. <laughs> yeah.
We're good. Uh, well, speaking of crazy, always wins. So there's this viral video <coughs> taken by passengers on a Frontier Airlines flight from Orlando <coughs> oh, this to is, Philly. This is the other thing. On, what, on Frontier, well, that's where the first part starts. Because if you're flying Frontier, you're what? Yeah. yeah. You're crazy. Spirit or Frontier. Know. Yeah. You know, Sorry, remember, you well, this is the well, other thing that's weird. What happened to the air marshals? Remember there was going to be air marshals? And they were, and everyone is fighting and taking shits on airplanes and duking it out and singing the gospel hits and everything. Where's the air marshal? What happened to the air marshals? The air marshals, I just saw someone interviewed on this. It's a great clip. The air marshals are down at the border mm. trying to help out with the border shit show. And they're on January 6th travel people, people who traveled to D.C. during January oh, 6th. That's, January that's, 6th. that's what they're doing. And by the way, you didn't have to go to the Capitol. Just go to D.C. during January 6th. That's what we have the air marshals doing. Meanwhile, it's the fucking OK Corral on, on the airplane. So no more air marshals. They don't exist. On the planes, well, they're, they're not. They're all grounded. They're either yeah. at the border or they're they're so flying. The Let's see this video. Okay, yes. so anyway, so this video, this woman won, wanted to pee. She's being stopped, and she was getting very upset. So here we go. I'm ready to pee over here. All right. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? Oh. She pulls her pants down, squats. Everybody gets upset. Women are getting crazy. Yeah, she pulls up her pants. I don't give a fuck. You're not the only. There are kids on this plane. These are people who shouldn't be flying. Let me This poor little boy next to Kids. Any kid on this plane is going to need therapy. Because. Yeah. These kids are going to be in their 30s, and they're going to be paying heavy-set Latina chicks to I pee want, on them. You I, know? Don't want to, I, don't want, I don't want to defend the, the woman that did that, but, <laughs> but please, there's people with urinary problems. And I've been on the plane before, and if you can't go pee, you have to be stuck there not peeing, and it's not comfortable. Because Hold a on. Lot, let me write this down again. A lot of these— Not comfortable— no, it's not. Think Do about think about pee? when you're driving in your car and you have to pee, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm going to be home soon," and blah blah blah. And sometimes you ever pulled over on the side of the road and just peed? I did it last night. Yeah, so it's I the did same it at the thing. charging station yeah. when I, I went back BMW. to the charging so station the at night. I just went, "Oh man, I what's take the a piss. difference between that and what they did, what she did?" Well, I stood behind a container yeah, in but the you dark. Still peed in the in the, you know where you're not supposed to pee. Yeah, I think there are subtle differences between so. squatting it in the middle of a crowded <laughs> airplane and me stepping behind a dumpster at night to take a piss mm-hmm. on some wooded area. So what happens if you had a real bad urinary problem and you're, uh-huh. doc- and you're have a note from your doctor that you have to pee every 15 minutes or every half hour or whatever, and you're stuck on the tarmac and you're literally fucking just dying? I, what would you do? I think you must... If you can all at all accommodate, let them pee in the airplane right. if you can. And they have these stupid rules where, like, we haven't reached our cruising altitude yet or whatever that and is. We haven't taken off yet. We're in an active taxiway or whatever. Yeah. I, I get it. I'm just saying, uh, sadly, the rules apply to everyone. I'm also saying to everyone, you got to time your shit. Take that's the piss see, at the airport see, before you get in the, the plane. I think that's the better answer. I think the, <coughs> the idea is is that if you know you have a pee problem, don't drink so much water. 
Before, I'm, I'm also, also saying plan ahead. Plan that ahead, the yeah. kids, like watching that new Scorsese film. Go the, pee before. The kids on that plane, a certain percentage of, percentage of them are going to have a sexual fetish about heavy set chicks peeing mm. on them. And that's a real possibility. They're going to want to recreate that trauma. Yes. There's going to be a lot of therapy involved. So she pulled the shorts down yeah or the leggings down well first she like puts like her jacket on the seat goes i'm sorry everybody and then gotta piss i'll do that with beating off every once in a while on the plane i'll just go sorry and then she squatted like yeah i mean if she really wanted to threaten i think if she would just squatted with her pants on it's or or you can do what i've done before okay which is and I'll say this because, you know, I'm just talking about this and I kind of remember doing this. This was years ago. I brought – I had to pee so bad and we had landed in LAX or something. And, um, and you know, you can't – you know, you have to wait to go to the gate. And then when they press the button, that's when you can get up to pee or whatever. Yeah. And you can't get up if the plane is, you know, on the ground. So what I did is I took my sweatshirt or my, my sweatshirt or my, or my jacket – and I put it under me, and I just peed myself. Really? Yeah, I like did. Like wearing pants? Yes. Did you leave the pants on? Yes. And you just go, I'm going right through the pants and the other pants, and I'll yes. put myself a liner, which is a sweat jacket. Yeah. Did you take the sweat jacket with you? Absolutely. Oh, okay. And I wiped yeah. it down. I took off. It was fine. Okay. I remember doing that. Well, that's, thank that's you for being considerate of the seat below you, yeah. I guess, right? But that's, that's what she should have she done. She just peed right there. Yeah. You know, put a, her jacket right under her and just peed on her jacket like a diaper. Yeah. Well, sad, but true. But listen, I would have – she needed to pee. Let her, let her fucking pee. That, but, that's yeah. what but, I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I But also too. people, are, of a people are fucking – people are just generally turning into animals and pieces of shit, though. They're getting big and fat and, like, unruly, <laughs> and they're yelling, like, hey, bitch, hey, fuck you, bitch. It's like they're not talking correctly. They're in everyone's grill. Women have become supersized and weaponized. Mm. Women <laughs> women are fucking doing all the fighting, doing all the peeing, doing all the battling. They're just they're angry and they're fucking formidable because they're big mm. now. Yeah, yes. she's angry, cra- just yelling at everybody. All right, let's see it one more time. All right, let's, wanna, yeah, come on. I want to see. <laughs> and, and were they on the ground? What's that Mickey Mouse logo doing there? I think they're on the ground because I, I don't think you know. Oh. oh, maybe it was mid-flight. Sorry, everybody. They're oh, oh, boy. God, move this back, back. I don't give a fuck. No, fuck you. Fuck you. I gotta go pee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not... Doesn't care. This woman is, is literally... She, She's more animal than she is human, right? <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. The I'm funny thing you. is, that this, this black dude's like, man, I got to film this shit. And he's trying to figure out his camera. Because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, whoever films that's going to go. I mean, it's millions of people see this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Just fucking turning into animals. That person is more, way closer to Polly's dog, Buster, yes. than, than a human. Than... If you think about like what you think Buster's peeing or something <laughs> could be. Yeah, Buster didn't pee in the studio. Yeah, he's okay. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and do the rest of the news right after this. Hey, I don't know if you guys know, but it's See Better Drive Safer Month now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. They have 
put a spotlight on items to help you see the road more clearly. All month long, receive gift cards after rebate on select wiper blades and bulbs. If your wiper blades are streaking and smearing, well, they're worn out and they need to be replaced. But good news, you can get up to a $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate with purchase of select wiper blades. Their professional parts people will install your new wiper blades and they'll do it for free. See the road better with new bulbs? Get up to a $15 O'Reilly gift card after rebate with the purchase of Sylvania Silver Star Ultra or select ZXE Twin Pack Bulbs. They'll even help you pick out the right bulb for your vehicle. Visit your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store for details. O'Rewards members receive two times O'Rewards points on select bulbs and up to four times points on cleaning supplies for your vehicle. Don't miss the See Better, Drive Safer month now at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Ace man, Jeremy in Nashville. Got a list uh, to add to your things to do before you die. Get a call on a burner phone confirming something has happened. And as soon as you hang up, you snap the flip phone in half. Get it on, baby doll. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Well, I'll see you at Zany's this Friday and Saturday in Nashville, if you want to come out. Huntsville, Sunday, two shows. And uh, Fargo, that'll be the day. That'll be the Thursday before. Fargo Theater doing stand-up there. <laughs> Polly Shore's taking a whiz, actually. We're All talking that talking about, about peeing. I mean, but he'll you know, I was thinking back in a sec. My favorite, my favorite peeing on a plane story, though, is Mike August on a private flight yeah. peeing into a bottle. Yeah. Two Gatorade. bathrooms. Two bathrooms. Oh. Private flight to Europe. Private flight, though. Fill the Gatorade bottle. Two bathrooms. And left it. And left it in the cup holder. Yeah. Yeah. I went to clean it, and I knew to sniff it. I don't know why. (laughs) You have to. You have to. You have to. So I can be... Since we're, de- we're since we're having a conversation about peeing, can I share with your audience that I did I did do a pee surgery? Oh yeah? Yes. Yes, Tell you can share. Yeah, that. I did that. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's it's a problem that a lot of people have. What was and, your pee no, surgery? It's well, it's called resume. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's basically the less inv- less invasive if you Is go it online. like those commercials you see? I don't the know. F- guy firing a fire hose uh, like a Fireboat spraying hose or something. How'd it go? No, basically, what, what what the problem that I had was is I would pee, and I wouldn't. My whole bladder wouldn't uh, release all the urine. Mm-hmm. So you know how when you go pee and then you lie back down and you're yeah. like, shit, I still have more pee. Yes. Well, that's what happens. So it's basically they uh, steam your prostate. They steam they, it. They steam your prostate. Yeah. Like and they when shrink a Paltrow does with her vagina. Yeah. They How do steam they steam it? it? I don't know. I'm, I wasn't in the surgery, but they steam. I'm just telling you what they do. They steam it, and then you wake up with a catheter in your dick. Oh wait a minute! You weren't in the surgery, or no? I was in the surgery. I did have the surgery. Right. So they steamed your prostate. Yeah, but you don't know how. I don't know. They steam it when they when they put you're you out. out. Yeah, they yeah. put you out. You're well, no, out. I understand you're not assisting in your own surgery. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is, when you get surgery, they'll go. We're going to go in through here, and we're going to do a rib spreader, Explain and then we're going to take... Yeah, yeah. The, the, I don't someone know. said I'm steaming your prostate, I, my hand would go up. 
Okay. Well, go, like, what are have we you ever been to P.F. Chang's, what they do with the dumplings? That's you what know, they, they do with your prostate. So, <laughs> so I wake up with a catheter in my dick and a pee bag next to my leg. Uh-huh. And so I had to wear that for a week. Ah. Uh, and, yeah. and But it worked. It worked. So you wake mm. up and, all, and you can completely evacuate your bladder Pretty before. Pretty much. It. I'd say it's probably 95% there. It's a lot better than it was. Yeah, Chris, you're not old enough, but when you get older, you, you get up and take a piss in the night, mm-hmm. and then uh, you'll get up and take two pisses in the night. And then all of a sudden, three pisses. Right. And I'm four pisses you know, and five pisses. Yeah. I just sleep standing up in front of the toilet now. Yeah, exactly. Just pull my eye shade down, <laughs> put my noisemaker on. It's, 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 I spend more time taking the piss. Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's a good... Uh, yeah, but it's called Resume. Resume. There's another one that's a little gnarlier. It's called Terp. Uh-huh. That's the one you don't want to do. You want to resume. Resume. Steam the prostate. Yeah, and I said to the doctor, I said, why is it called resume? He goes, well, after we do the procedure, you resume to how you used to pee. Mm-hmm. Which is... Now, you know, is it... Can you go back to, like, when you were 25? Or is it just... You're, a lot better. A lot know. better. Yeah, whatever it is. a lot better. All right. So, um, in Hollywood... Susan Sarandon and uh, Jenna Melissa have been in the news. Jenna Melissa is one of the new younger stars of the Scream franchise. So both of them have been dropped. Jenna has been dropped from the Scream franchise for uh, pro-Palestinian comments. And then Susan Sarandon was dropped by her agency, UTA, because of her attending all these pro-Palestine rallies. Mm, Right. Yeah. So um, Don't fuck with the Jews in Hollywood. Yeah. Agreed. So, uh, but so what's... um, But I got to tell you... Everyone always made the claim, like, oh, this urban myth that Jews run Hollywood. I, I, I think now they do. Because who else? They're dumping everybody. Right. And I'm glad they're dumping everyone. Fuck these people. I've no, All I know with, like, Susan Sarandon is that she's going to be on the opposite side of every single subject I can think mm. about. Oh, I, I didn't know that. So she's, like, uh, always a contrarian for... She's look. There's a there's a disease, mm. and and it she has it, and Jane Fonda has it, mm. and everyone from the View has it, and my mom had it. She was like a hippie, which is whatever it is you like, we don't like. Like it doesn't matter what the subject. So if you can say, you go, I think we should leave that statue up of Ben Franklin in the library, and they go, nah, statue's got to go, you know, and you'll go, I don't think I should have to wear a mask alone on a horse trail for COVID. They go, got to wear that mask. Mm. And you can go, I think Hunter Biden laptop is real. They'll go, I think it's fake. I think Darren show, Derek Shelby got railroaded. I think he should spend the rest of his life in prison. Mm. Um, I'm all for saving the environment, but I don't think paper straws are going to save anybody. I'm for paper straws. Mm. Like it, it doesn't matter. It's just contrarian. So you go, I'm not a Jew. I don't know anybody. I don't have heritage with Jews. But I can clearly see who Israel is. And I can clearly see who Palestine is and who Hamas is. And I stand with the Jews. I stand with Israel. And they go, well, who do you stand with again, Adam? Uh, I like Israel. Okay, I'm going Palestine. Mm. That, that's just, if I said, um, I'm going to take the Giants in the Super Bowl, they'd go, I like the Ravens. <laughs> that that's just it's just everything yeah. and at a certain point it's not even that they're into causes they're mm. just into the opposite of whatever sane people want that's all they dogs Polly let his dog back in buster and his dog out. wants out this is a buster's bucking that's why Polly can't leave that's him right home. Mm-hmm. can't say no to that dog. i like what you said about the dog though that's hilarious take so, him to a place that he doesn't like 
Yeah. Well, anyway, a lot of people on Twitter have been posting their support for Susan Sarandon. Uh-huh. Uh, but her son, he tweeted out, please, um, we appreciate the support, but please stop posting that video of my mom with her honkers out. Because uh, yeah. everyone's sharing the same video. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I thought we'd watch it. Here we go. So this is her getting her hair done. Oh. What the hell? And then this gets nice and look at how nice and snatched this gets. Too. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I think I might like this one. Yeah. So I mean, With her she looks good. Yeah, she looks real good in that video. So is that a recent video? Um, I I I don't know, but I remember seeing it of the last I don't know year or so, just because people are talking about how hot she is. At, yeah. Um, Getting ready for like an award show. Or yeah, something. yeah. She looks good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but uh, she was great in Dead Man Walking. Yeah. Oh, look, she's fine. She just needs to shut the fuck up, mm. along with all celebrities on this matter. Yeah, and then with the uh, um, with that the girl from the Scream franchise. So when she was uh, Melissa Barrera, is her name? Excuse me. Um, when she was when she was ousted from the Scream franchise, Jenna Ortega, who's all, who's the star of Wednesday, really, yeah. like one of the hottest actors. So she's like, oh, I'm off this franchise too. So everyone thought that it was because of Melissa mm-hmm. being kicked off, but then. A few hours later, all, the publicist came out and said, oh, no, her, she's too busy filming Wednesday. Uh-huh. So she's not going to be in Scream either. But mm. everyone's kind of like, oh, well, why did they announce it right after Melissa was kicked off? So, um, yeah, so a lot of people speculating that maybe it was because she was supporting Melissa and not the Wednesday schedule. Yeah. I, it's unbelievable how many like pro-Palestinian actors and college students and chicks have, have come around. And I – again – I don't think it's pro-Palestine. I think it's whatever the opposite of whatever. So Mm. there's two ways you can go through life. You can go, um, I'm going to make my decisions based on my own. I'll gather the evidence and make my own decisions. And then there's the, if someone's conservative, whatever they would do, I'll just do the opposite, which is part of the Trump derangement syndrome. But... I think most of these people are – I think the conservatives have have come down on the side of Israel and most most, uh, progressives just go, I do the opposite of whatever conservative would want. Mm. So what are the conservatives? Mm. They're pro-Israel. Okay, I well, agree. I'm going with yeah. Palestine. Yeah. That, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's as easy as that. There's mm. no other logical way mm. for you guys to be pro-Palestine or in, in such crazy numbers. Mm. Yeah, yes. but I mean yeah. – Great actresses, but yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. <coughs> Good. Uh, yeah. So Shakira's in the news. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So she's she's been doing she's been uh dealing with the Spanish government in the last week. She actually just settled her criminal case shelling out around twenty seven million dollars to re- receive a lighter sentence after copping to tax fraud charges between twenty twelve and twenty fourteen. Yeah. With an in court acknowledgement she made before a judge. However, um she is now, uh, or, although prosecutors are drilling down on alleged tax fraud from 2018, which is a completely different case mm. than what was dealt just six days ago. And um, they're saying that she deposited an extra $7.2 million in this new investigation. I don't get taxes in the sense that I've never, this is, okay, I feel this way with many facets of life, which is they always go pay your fair share. Uh, okay, well, pay your fair share just means there's a number. If you're a citizen of the United States or Spain, there's just an average amount that you pay in, that everyone pays in. You could 
come up with a number in the United States. You go, this guy's rich, this guy's poor, but like, what does the average citizen of the United States pay per year? I don't know what the answer is. Thirteen, whatever, thirteen thousand yeah, dollars or forty-one thousand dollars. I don't know what it averages out to be, but there's a number. That number is your fair share. Mm. That's your fair share, unless you're getting something more. Like, oh, well, you know, uh, I was going to, uh, I was going to go to the Bay Area, but instead of flying Southwest, I had one of the Blue Angels fly me. Mm. It was awesome. I got there in 14 minutes. Like, then that would be me getting extra stuff, yeah. right? But I don't get extra stuff. Mm. I don't get a second garbage man coming on Wednesday night. You know what I mean? I don't, I, don't get, I don't get to go to the park on a Saturday and go like, hey, Mexicans, take your soccer balls and clear the fuck out. I'm playing, I'm playing softball with my rich white friends here. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I show up at the park. They're playing soccer. And I go, ah, we can't use the park. Right. So there is a fair share number. Anything beyond that is basically gravy. Mm. But yet we decided to hate the people and we're fucking nuts. Dogs barking in the next. It could go no other way. Right in the middle of one of my most (laughs) relatable rants. Yeah. Now, in in L.A., like California, you have a you have a uh, state tax, right? But the state tax. So what are you saying about her, though? Fuck her. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is. I pay the most in state tax. I pay like almost 14% in state tax because I make a lot of money. I should pay less because I make a lot of money. I shouldn't pay the highest rate. You know what I mean? If the rate is somewhere between 8% and 14%, I should be at 8% because of the amount I put in. Just like the fucking mansion tax. Like, oh, mansion tax in L.A. If your house is... Of five million dollars or under, it's four point two. But if it's above ten million dollars, then you pay five point four. That doesn't make sense. It should be the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the taxes are fucked up, and we've trained people to hate people who basically pay all the taxes. Mm. And then we go these rich fat cats with their lawyers. They don't pay anything in taxes. I mean, you get fucking crushed. I get crushed. Pay millions of dollars in taxes. No one thanks you. No one gives a fuck. You don't get anything. And if you ever complain about it, then you're a bad person. Fuck you. Shakira, I, I side with Shakira. That being said, I think she's fairly talentless. I, I don't. <laughs> Not, yeah. She possess. I don't feel I don't, like she possesses much talent, does I she? I think I, she'd steal my table in Vegas for sure. Oh, she would steal that thing. <laughs> for sure, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't seek out any Shakira songs by by any means. Well, I, she's I, got the hips, not performer, line, yeah. right? But other than that, is it a thing? I, I, don't, I don't know. think she's as talentless. I don't, as I don't think she's about. as hot as people think she is, and I, I don't think she's got a big, big ball of talent. Well, I mean, like you go Beyonce, mm-hmm. talent, you know, and uh, you know. What's her name with the... Chiquita, 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 Chiquita. There are talented people. She's pretty I don't know. I don't know. Not a fan. She's the Latina version of Christina Aguilera and Britney. But I think she's paid enough in taxes. That's all. She certainly has paid a lot just now. You should also get get to a threshold. Like, hey, I, in the course of my life, I paid $10 million in taxes. 
Now I'm a fr- fucking free ball. Right. Leave me the fuck alone. Right, right, right. I put in fucking $10 million worth of taxes. And you're up my ass? Go fuck with your school teacher over there. That bitch yeah. hasn't got to one million in 45 years. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just a number. It's just money. It's just revenue. Why are you being fucking punished? Why are you being punished for working hard and being resourceful? Why should you pay at a higher fucking rate in California if you make, make more, more money, money yeah. and pay more in? You should be incentivized and pay at a lower rate. Ugh. Pay your fair share. Suck my dick. Anyone who says I can fucking suck my dick and balls, what, pay your fair share. Yeah. What does that mean? Okay, the school, the, the school teacher and the garbage man, they pay in one year what I pay in one week. Why, why am I the enemy? Go fucking hassle them. Unless I get special shit, which I should. Yeah, you should get that shrimp fork. I should get a shrimp devainer. <laughs> and the fucking mayor should drop off fresh shrimp to my house every fucking day with a thank you exactly. note. Exactly. That's right. All right. Let's do another. Yeah. So there's an uh, awful stabbing spree in Ireland. Oh, yeah. You've, you've, you've heard of this. So three children and a school care assistant in Dublin City Center were injured in the stabbing on Thursday. Yes. Um, so Conor McGregor is really upset. Uh, well, actually, this, so this caused like a whole thing, like a bunch of protesters went to the streets, um, damaging like a bunch of vehicles, torching a bus. So kids got stabbed in Ireland? Yeah. For what? Um, it's just a crazy. Crazy well, Middle Eastern. Yeah. So they're import. saying. Oh, was it yes. a Palestinian thing? I, th- I think he's Slovakian. No, so that's he's not- something I don't know if he's Slovakian. So it's one oh, guy that stabbed a whole bunch of kids? It's basically, here's what's going on. Europe, who's like ahead of us, is like, we're going to be super progressive and we're not going to let, we're going to let people into our country. We're going to let a lot of Middle Eastern folks yeah, and people immigrants. that are into Immig- Allah and, immigrants. and Islam and stuff, we're just going to let them in because we're progressive and we don't judge. And now the chickens are coming home to roost. Mm. And all the countries... So like, people are taking advantage most of them are on welfare, they're mm. living in ghettos, and they're acting out. And mm. the deal, okay, here's the problem. Now, they're guys, like the guy who runs Hungary, he's mm. like, we're not bringing these people in our country. Our our country is for Hungarians. Cutting it off. N- not opening it up at all. Picking up the, the right. walls. Now, if you turn on CNN, they call that guy a racist, right? right? So anybody who says, sorry, Hungary's Hungary. Uh, now Sweden goes. So you're we're saying you bring want to move to Hungary? I do. Yeah, let's move to Hungary. I fucking love goulash yeah. and chicken paprikash with yeah. no kettle. So now you have a group of people, and the group of people is like, look, whatever your laws are in Denmark or Sweden or Ireland, uh, that's not our laws. Our law is Sharia law. Yeah, that's that's who we deal with. So you can bring us in, and we'll take your hospitality, and we'll take your welfare checks, but don't expect us to conform to your shit. That's your Western shit. Right. We have a bigger and greater calling. That's Sharia law, and then we're all surprised when they do shit. That's that's where we're. That's it's kind of a, a Western awakening right mm. now. And then, so what's going to happen? Well, those European nations is they're all going to get super conservative now. Because now they're going to go, we're gonna, not going to yeah, fucking like, vote in yeah, yeah. some liberal guy who says open borders and we're a sanctuary city, which is kind of the same thing here. Like everyone mm-hmm. in New York, like they're giving away turkeys in New York, and it's a bunch of migrants that are in line. Mm. 
And the black community's like, hey, those are our free turkeys. And they're yeah. like, no, nah, we're a sanctuary city. And these guys mm-hmm. got in line before you did, which is funny. Although, you have to kind of take a good look in the mirror because when they hear those people interviewed, they're like, hey, man, those are our free turkeys. Mm. And uh, we've got some migrants in front of us in line. Like, uh, yeah, okay, but go find a mirror. Like, you're 44. Why can't you find your own fucking turkey, douche? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it was like, those are our free. That's our free shit. All right. What do you got? Anyway, so Conor McGregor <coughs> is pissed off. Yes. And he's been, he's been hitting the Twitter a lot to tweet. Yes. But something he said was, one, there's a grave danger among us in Ireland that should never be here in the first place. And there has been zero action done to support the public in any way, shape, or form with this frightening fact. Algerian. Is, yeah, that, Algerian. What you, is that what you, what did you say? I said Slovakian, but I was thinking oh. of a different staff. Yeah, Algerian. He's Middle too. Eastern or whatever. Not, he says, not good enough. Announce our plan of action. What are we waiting for? He says Ireland's basically at war here. And there's a huge so because um and he's really mad at the Irish police commissioner Drew Harris who's blaming all of these riots on far right protesters and saying people were radicalized right so the, the left goes media. you guys are all racist and this is all far right, right whatever and so they paint anyone who opens their mouth and goes we don't want these people in here as racist that's that's their move that's he's their a angle racist. with everything. That's You're right. a racist. I, I sure am. You hate Filipinos. I yeah. love Filipinos. No, He's killing dude. those pigs. No, you don't like chicken adobo. I've seen you. Oh, how dare you? I'll make you the best chicken Do you adobo. like chicken adobo? I've never had it. Oh, fuck. Tell him. I I'll brought some life. of that pig in, though. Really? You did? Yeah. Holy shit, I want to taste some Dips. pig. I took No, it, you got to give some, some Buster's. Give some Buster's some pig. No, he's Please. done enough damage. <laughs> and he's going to associate this with a good time. That's true. We should go out there and spill a pot of hot coffee on him and then kick him once. And then next time, he's not going to want to go to the Adam Carolla show because he's going to associate it with a negative experience. You see? Remember, we got to stay as a couple. Polly, we have to stay consistent with the dog. I understand. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's going to be a shit show. But let let me just explain something to everybody. I think it was in a book of mine at some point. Uh, Here's the thing about cultures. You can have good cultures, bad cultures, cultures you agree with, cultures you disagree with. But people and cultures, they're just like fucking ants. Mm. And there's different kinds of ants. And there's like army ants. And if you take a whole bunch of fucking army ants and you just move them to a new place and go, here's your new place, army ants, they just do what army ants do. And Mm. that's basically what people do and cultures do. So if you're going to move... A whole bunch of them so you into think, your culture, expect their culture. Do you think things are more divided now because of social media and everyone's got their devices versus, you know, 20, 30 years ago, which is pretty much the same exact story as it is now, but now it's amplified? I Just think, think about that for a second. All right. Because it's, it's, a, it's pretty much a reality show what we're watching. I mean, every oh, day, yeah. if you watch, you know, they, they film, you know, CNN films the... Uh, you know, the uh, hostages coming from Palestine, they're hugging their family members. They film the Jewish people, that the hostages from there. They, you know, it's, like a, it's just like a nonstop, you know, but, it, but we never had that growing up. What we had was the news, and we watched Walter Cronkite at 6, and that's the only time you got your news. Other than that, you're just out in your day. We would no, never know what Conor McGregor was thinking. <laughs> right. Right. And now we know what Conor McGregor's thinking. Yeah. So do you think m- – my question is do you think things are s- s- more divided now or that's always been the same? I think it's more now because people are siloed off. I also think things create a, a bigger reaction. So mm. basically it's kind of the same with our border. 
our border's been a shit show for Forever. a few years yeah. and for a long time, but it really kicked into overdrive in the last few years. And, but if anyone said anything about it or talked about not thinking a sanctuary city was a good idea or something like that, then you were called a racist. And this is international as well. If you stood up and go, I don't think these people should be coming into our country. It's like, okay, racist, have a seat. And it worked mm. for a long time. Like people just going, I don't want to get called a fucking racist. I'm like, uh, hey, George Floyd was killed by the cop. Well, the uh, autopsy says he wasn't. Uh, okay, hey, racist, you want to have a seat? You go, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be called a racist. So I'm going sit. And so everyone sat down. And as the border became a shit show and as busloads of migrants started getting dropped off in Chicago and New York, camping out on the sidewalks and stealing all the black people's turkeys, now people are kind of going, I don't care if you call me a racist. This is a shit show. Mm. And that's that's the era we're entering right now. We're just entering the call Conor McGregor anything you want. He loves Ireland. So is it going to be Nikki Haley or DeSantis? Mm. Oh, on that side, I think it's going to be Trump. Really? Yeah. I think so, yeah. He's still just the heavy he's lead. Got, he's, gonna, he's got the big he's lead. Favorite. He doesn't even need to go to the debates. He's just like, Unless they can figure out a way to lock him up. Mm. We'll see. Mm. But th- that's going to cause problems, But what about too. if he's also in, in prison, then he could still run in prison and probably get sympathy votes? He's got to work. He His first order of business is to pardon Derek Chauvin. Mm. And everyone will go nuts. Oh, is that right? Oh, I, my God. No, he oh. should just do it just to fuck with all the <laughs> – just to watch – Whoopi Goldberg I love go insane on the field. If he gets elected, oh he's going to just troll America. Just troll <laughs> everybody. <laughs> That's right. That's oh right. God. Hey, uh, Derek Chauvin, you're out. Hunter, you're in. You're, you're go. He's going to tell Hunter Biden, not only going to prison, you need to go to Derek Chauvin's cell. And, and give him a quick handy. And then, Derek, we're going to let you out. Hunter, you're going in. That's what he should do. That would be awesome. Yeah, he's going to troll everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if Trump wins mm-hmm. and he takes four more years, is he allowed to take another four years after that? No. So Only even though terms. it's broken, because it's never done that before. You never had a president here and then no, not president there. And then he comes back. I don't not in our lifetime, but no. has it ever happened? Never. Never happened. Now, other guys America. have done three. There has, huh? Yeah, like during wartime. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. But I don't know that that's I also ever think, been a I also think that we should be more of, I mean, it sounds kind of weird, but if you think about it, I think world leaders, they never take our president serious because they know in four years this person's leaving anyways. Mm-hmm. Like Throw when Biden Cleveland. shows up and says, da-da-da-da-da, they're all kind of nodding, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, and he's going to be gone. And then the same thing with Trump. It's like... And the world leaders, they're there for 30, 40 years. Grover Cleveland took a year, took four years off? That's right. All right. He's so. the only one. Wow. Yeah. So he took four years off and then hopped back in? Yeah. Wow. So it could happen again. 1885 to 1889, Damn. and he came back in 1893. I think they should all take four years off and, like, study the game film. Yeah, we need a gap I, year. Right? <laughs> a gap year. Like, sit down. Get a job. Get a job at like Canes. Yeah. You know, work the register, work the grill line. You got to stay grounded. You know, like get with the people. Fly coach. Let's sit. We'll have like <laughs> film session where shit, like we watch out. your we watch some of your speeches. We watch some of your listen. Like here's some of your policy decisions didn't work out too great. Yeah, think about it. Let's see if we can reshift a few priorities here, and then come back fresh. You know, with a nice night of sleep, you know, four years, like 
Go out and work in the private sector. Like, Joe Biden has never been in the private sector his mm. whole fucking life. He just makes policies that fuck right. with the private sector. Like, go amongst the people. Get a regular job. Study the game film. Figure out what you could have done differently. Think about it for four years, and we'll have you back to finish your term. I like this. Mm. I like it, too. Yeah. All right, let's go out on a positive note. Uh, Polly Shore. is getting a sex change. We're going out on a positive note. Positive note. Jam in the Van, hosted by Polly Shore. New episodes every Tuesday on YouTube. You can subscribe at YouTube, on YouTube, at Polly Shore. Live show, January 31st, one-man show at the Comedy Store um, as well. And then live shows everywhere. And what you can do is go to polyshore.com for yeah, the live shows, that's right? It, yeah. You and then my it. social media is just Polly Shore. And you go to com for all my live shows coming up. Until next time, Adam Crow for Polly Shore and Chris Max Fatta. Say it. Mahalo. You can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744 and get tickets to see the Ace Man and tickets to see Mike Dawson at the Vulcan Gas Company on Wednesday night at adamcarolla.com. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.